This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, June 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, three people were killed and 11 others were wounded in a shooting late Saturday night on Philadelphia's South Street. The gunfire erupted around 1130 along South Street, a bustling area in the city's Queen Village neighborhood. Authorities said officers assigned to the 200 block of South Street heard the initial gunfire and quickly responded. Upon arrival, officers found several gunshot victims and an unknown man firing into the crowd of people, said Philadelphia Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw during a Sunday afternoon briefing. One officer pulled out his weapon and fired several shots in the direction of the gunman. Police said the gunman fled, but it's believed that he was hit by the officer's gunfire. Authorities said the officer who discharged his weapon is a three and a half year veteran of the Philadelphia Police Department. He's assigned to the 18th District. As per protocol, the officer has been placed on administrative duty pending uh, the outcome of the investigation. Investigators believe one of the three killed was involved in a physical altercation with another man, and those two began firing at each other with both struck by gunfire and one killed, Outlaw said. Kath, I saw some uh, video footage this morning because, you know, I mean, there's cameras everywhere yeah, now, which yeah. is one of the good things about when something like this happens. It can help them point, point them in the right direction. But they have video footage of these three guys uh, well away from the crowd uh, down the street, and it's the start of that altercation. And then eventually they leave, and then you've probably seen the footage where the crowd scatters yeah. and everything. That was a little it's further insane. Away. Yeah. Yeah. The two other people killed and a number of other shooting victims who ranged in age from 17 to 69 years old are believed to have been innocent bystanders. AFT Pennsylvania, the union that represents over 36,000 educators and paraprofessionals, identified one of the victims killed as 22-year-old Chris Miners. Miners was a second-grade resident advisor at Girard College and a member of the Girard College Federation of Teachers. Friends and loved ones also identified another one of the deceased as 34-year-old Greg Japan Jackson. He was an avid skater at Millennium Skate World and well-known in the boxing community. Philadelphia police identified the third victim as 27-year-old Alexis Quinn. Outlaw called it a dark day for the city when many people out enjoying a beautiful day were victims of horrendous and unthinkable acts in a very popular area and tourist hangout. In Reno, Nevada, at the annual meeting of the United States Conference of Mayors, Mayor Jim Kenney issued a statement Sunday morning saying he was beyond devastated by the shooting. No arrests have been made at this time. Disney said they apologized to a couple whose now viral marriage proposal was interrupted by an overzealous employee. This freaking thing, I, I caught this clip. I, obviously, you did as, as well, Preston. Yeah. It's just like, you got to be kidding me. The viral, I thought it was funny. The viral video first posted uh, on Reddit last week showed a man getting on one knee to propose to his girlfriend on a platform in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland Paris. Mid-proposal, an employee rushed up and snatched the ring box out of the man's hand and ushered the couple off of the platform, the video shows. She said yes, the man says, as he's walking off of the platform. Yes, that's great, but over here will be even better, the employee responds. Were they not supposed to be on that platform? So here's what happened. Um, Onlookers immediately began to boo the employee. So the person who originally posted the video said his friend had previously asked another employee if proposing proposing on the platform was okay, and that employee said yes. So Ah. that's why they went up there. They got approval from one of the employees, uh, and then this other person saw them and just kind of... Of ushered them off. So probably he was thinking he was doing the right thing. Like he, right. he didn't know, and they probably 
maybe the other employee made the mistake of saying, yeah, sure, you can go ahead and do it. And the other guy's like, wait, they aren't yeah. supposed to be doing that. And they well, also, over. part of the protocol, he should have tased him. Yeah. Should have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they said that people proposing they need to be tased. I mean, well, yes. Yeah. They would have gotten even more views. More that. <laughs> but the only part I really had a problem with was him snatching the box out of the hand. Like, yeah. Right. Do not do that. Yeah. Like, even the whole thing, just let it, it's not going to take very long. Okay, you can usher them off, but he And then you can billy the club box. them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Dear God. We regret how this was handled. A Disney spokesperson told Newsweek, we apologize to the couple involved and offered to make it right. That's always great corporate speak. We regret how this was handled. Yeah. <laughs> Gas prices soared to record highs again across the Philadelphia area and around the nation at large following the Memorial Day weekend. AAA Mid-Atlantic says the average price of a gallon of regular gas in Philadelphia as of Saturday uh, is now $5.01. That's Did you notice that the, uh, the, the gas uh, machines now, uh, Kathy, the pumps have uh, one-armed bandit handles next to them? It's pretty wild. <laughs> I actually left one gas station and went to another this weekend. I was like, really? Uh-uh. Yeah, I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying this. Like, hey. it, it was even more than the one down the street, and I was like, no, I'm not doing it. The one down the street that was always like a dollar more than everybody else, what is that at now? Oh, by my house? Yeah. Oh, it, no, it's ridic- no, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I'll look today to okay. see exactly what it is. But no, I no there, no one ever pulls into that parking lot. Uh, in South Jersey, the average is four eighty seven, and then in Delaware, four seventy eight. The national average retail price for a gallon of regular self serve uh, gasoline stands at four dollars and eighty one cents per gallon, up five cents overnight, twenty one cents in the past week, and fifty one cents in the past month. That's a dollar seventy-seven higher uh, than one year ago. Analysts say the pent-up urge for travel has so far outweighed the skyrocketing prices at the pump for many customers. But two-thirds of drivers recently surveyed said that they would change their driving habits if gas hit uh, four dollars and fifty cents a gallon, and three-quarters said that they would do so if it topped five dollars. It's become impressive for me because I have a paper route before I come in here in oh, the morning. My God, Jesus. back on the bike, bro! Like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, I got to go old school. Route. I know. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies beat the LA Angels 9-7 on a bottom of the ninth walk-off home run by Bryson Stott yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. Oh, God. my God. Steve, what was that on? That was on number uh, two. That was so All right. yeah. Do that again, please. <laughs> Do that again. That's bad. Bryce Harper oh tied in with a grand slam in the eighth, and the Phil sent Mike Trout and the Angels to their 11th straight loss. It was the fourth win in a row for the Phils, who have won all three games under interim manager Rob Thompson, who took over when Joe Girardi was fired. The Phils outscored the Angels 26-9 and swept three-game series. The Phils are off tonight before opening up another three-game series against the Brewers in Milwaukee tomorrow night. In the NBA playoffs, Steph Curry scored 29 points, and the Golden State Warriors beat the Boston Celtics 107-88 in Game 2. To even the NBA Finals at one game apiece, the Warriors outscored Boston 35 to 14 in the third quarter to turn a two-point halftime lead into a 23-point edge. Game three is Wednesday night in Boston. In the NHL playoffs, the Lightning came back to beat the New York Rangers 
3-2 to two in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals in Tampa Bay. Andre Palat scored with 42 seconds remaining in the third period, and the Tampa Bay Lightning rallied for the win. They now trail the Rangers in the series two games to one in Game 4 is tomorrow night in Tampa Bay. And in the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche can advance to the Stanley Cup Finals with a win in Game 4 in Edmonton tonight. The puck is set to drop at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. And if you're just tuning in, if uh, things sound just a tad bit different, it's because we are broadcasting live. We're at Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey. I just saw Tom Dahl, the head honcho here. Yeah. At Subaru of America, walk by. We'll talk to him a little bit later on. Do you know he founded the New York Dolls? Oh my God! Yeah, that was, and that's the name. That's Tom the name. Dahl, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York Dolls. I had no idea. Whole you know thing with the makeup. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Uh, it was David jo- or uh, Johansson. Yeah, uh, right. David yeah, Johansson. Buster uh, Pornexter. Yeah. Right, got right, all right, the. Yeah. Got all the press in that, but I, I didn't know Tom Dahl was a part of that. Kind of a button-down guy now, yeah, but yeah. then it was a different time back then. Well, we'll explore that a bit when we talk to him later on. Uh, we have a lot of things to get to today. Number one, we we love being here for several reasons. One, the amazing contribution, of course, that Subaru does year after year at Camp Out for Hunger, and uh, hence our being here. In fact, uh, from Camp Out for Hunger last year... Uh, we raised, uh, we managed to gather uh, over 2.3 million pounds of food, $1,800,000 uh, as well. And of that 2.3 million pounds, Subaru of America donated uh, 618,433 pounds, a ridiculous amount. In fact, they've donated over almost 5.5 million pounds of food. That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. Totally, uh, over the years. So, and, yeah. And I think now we, after we complete this show, we'll only owe them 11 more broadcasts. Cast, yeah, right? that's it. Yep, yeah, that's yeah. it. So we can do that. No problem. Because we love coming here. And one of the reasons, and you've got to pace yourself, <laughs> is we broadcast from their cafeteria area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the finest kitchen of any corporate establishment Absolutely. I've ever experienced. Yeah. And they and, kept it open throughout all the past, you know, years. So we're we're going to have to, we have to pace ourselves as we uh, indulge this morning. And, and they open it up for, and the food is free for the, uh, I believe, I'm not overstepping, uh, for the employees for this particular In fact, morning. each employee gets a free car today, Preston. Oh, my Amazing. God. It's so, what a, wow. what, a okay. what a great company. Breakfast and a free car. They know how yeah. to treat their employees. Uh, so nonetheless, we're going to be, we're going to be having a good time while we're here. We're going to be talking to a few people. We have some games we're going to play, some contests. We have some announcements to make. Uh, in fact, in the 7 o'clock hour, I teased on Friday that I have a uh, something special I want to share. Uh, a and profound no- thing. N- nothing to be terrified of, but something profound. Yeah, nobody knows about it but me. Okay. So uh, I will uh, reveal that information uh, a little bit later on, uh, most likely in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, one of the things that I do want to mention is on Friday... Uh, we chose for a coolest teacher of the year, Williamstown High School. Yes, and I don't know if you saw it in the news or not, but they had a situation. They had uh, they had a lockdown on Friday. They did, yeah. And so uh, we didn't feel that it gave them ample time or uh, awareness that we had chosen the school for coolest teacher. They might have been distracted. So we're going to give it one more day. If they're they're back to school today, so. If you're headed into Williamstown High School this morning, uh, what you need to do is text the word teacher to 39333. We'll send you a voting link, and then you uh, let us know who you think the coolest teacher of the past year has been. And we've got the President Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug and T-shirt for that winner. Just a little thank you, a nod, and a recognition from the student body of Williamstown High School. So make sure you let them know at the uh, the front office yeah, the teachers, that they're qualified. The teachers and the students deserve, I think, you know, yeah. a normal day, and, yep. and let's do the vote. You know, they can do the voting. Yep, agree. 
Agreed. So uh, just uh, text the word teacher, 39333, and uh, you will be good to go. So other than that, we're uh, we're business as usual. we got some stuff to get to. Well, uh, Oh, and the triumphant return of Casey Bull. Hey, exactly. Hey, wait, where? Casey is next to me. Casey, uh, per Dr. Mike's uh, suggestion, because Casey is now, uh, you know, on the back end of his... Uh, uh, of his COVID diagnosis, uh, and he can indeed be here per CDC guidelines. But yep. um, Dr. Mike says we either wear the uh, uh, the N95, N95 mask, mask yeah. uh, through the morning, so we'll make sure we do you that. You sound good, though, through it. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't sound bad. Uh, Dr. Mike said, by the way, only conventional kissing today, no French kissing. Well. <laughs> yeah. That's what Kathy and I were talking yeah. about this morning. <laughs> said, I told her like, we couldn't French today. He's like, we can't French kiss today. I said, okay, it's we'll French. have to hold off on that. You mean we have to blow our French kiss no. Mondays? But I got to tell you, this mask, and, I, and I've never complained about masks before, right? Yeah. I think it's it's tacky to complain about because it's really not that bad. It's not that oppressive. But right. Is it tight? This mask is the kind that doesn't go around your ears. It's the kind that goes around your head. Yeah. Uh, like it. That's, I, why, I that's why that's, that's the one that's recommended. So when, when all this happened, Mike gave me one of those. Okay, this is what they're advising you to wear. And I said, I'd rather have leprosy. It was <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. I, and and made you appreciate yeah. surgeons. And oh, yeah. That, yeah. The people that have to wear that all day all long. The, all day, day long. Yeah. Yep. yep, precisely. So we're happy to have our buddy back. Oh, man. This right. is guys. So. I, like, was by myself for a week, and uh, you would think that... Your hands are so raw. <laughs> I had to stop. No, uh, I had to stop. At a certain oh, point, you, you say, you know, you're taking advantage of yourself, yeah. and you would hate to think that you're loose. Yeah. Are, the, are the blisters worth it? That's what you have to ask yourself at some point. Yeah, they're... No, totally oh, worth calluses it. now. He's showing me. He's got calluses yeah, on yeah. his hand. You would think that this is from weightlifting. Nope. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, but anyhow, you've been alone. Now you're back. I'm back with you You're guys. with people once again. You're back with your family, so it's a beautiful thing. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, the MTV Movie Awards and stuff happening. Uh, we've got uh, stupid question things to give away. We'll come back with it all. And, of course, we're live in Camden, New Jersey. 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 At Subaru of America. <laughs> back in a moment. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question time. We're going to give away a $50 Visa gift card from Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel. And the question that I have for you this morning is, before making chocolate, Milton Hershey started out making what other sweet treat? (laughs) Uh, Anyone who's ever stayed at Hershey knows this. You you learn the life story of Milton Hershey if you stay at the lodge or the hotel, any one of them. And you'll end up watching it like 11 times. It's great. I love it. All right, 215-263-WMMR. If you happen to know the answer, give us a call right now, and we will see if we can set you up with the goodies. We're going to go through some birthdays while we wait for your answer today. Is the sixth day of June. We're going to start with guitarist Steve Vai, one of the best. I agree. I think is he the best? I think, in my personal opinion, I think that he's the most versatile, talented guitarist on the planet. He's not necessarily my favorite guitarist, yeah. but he is 
um, he's just incredible at what he can do. He's also whenever his name comes up, it's spoken with reverence. Yes. And uh, I remember on the the stuff he did with David Lee Roth, I found. Uh, Pretty impressive. I wasn't that big a fan of the songs necessarily, yep. but he was amazing. Yep, he is uh, 62 today. Uh, Sandra Bernhardt, huh. uh, who was uh, it says here ro- on Roseanne. Yes, yeah. she was, uh, and she was one of the first lesbian couples. She did a turn on Roseanne. Yes, okay. they, she. I think she worked at the loose meat place, Preston. Seriously, yeah. that was what they loose meat yeah. sandwiches was the big thing on Roseanne. Uh, yep, very funny comedian. Uh, Bestie with we, Madonna. We for talked to her uh, a couple yeah. times over yeah. the years. Yeah. She was cool. Yeah, she's sixty-seven today. Tennis great Bjorn Borg. Bjorn Bjorg. Bjorn Bjorg. Is he not? Is no who's who's the other one who just went to jail? Oh, uh, Boris Becker. Boris Becker. Boris Becker went yeah. to jail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was for, for impersonating Bjorn Borg. Oh, that was it, really? <laughs> no, yeah, it was for tax. Yeah, it was tax related, evasion yeah. or something like oh. that. Uh, but there was a time when Bjorn Borg was like he was just unbeatable. He was the guy. He kept winning Wimbledon over and over and over. He's yeah, sixty six today. Uh, it's Robert England's birthday today. Oh, oh uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and of course he. Uh, yeah, he he shows up, and this is. Not really much of a spoiler alert. You can find out, but he's in the cast of he's in Stranger Things. Yes, the current season. and he's great. Yep, it's great to see him. Uh, he turns seventy five years old today, so happy birthday to him, Harvey Firestein. Oh my God! Yeah, I just want to be loved. He turns seventy today, so a big birthday for him. The first time I became aware of me was in Torch Song trilogy. That's right, and, and which uh, is actually very good. And then Independence Day. Yep, Mrs. He played Doubt- Rambo. He was, uh, no, he, he wasn't Rambo. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, he's great in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and won a Tony for Hairspray as well, so he turns 70 years old today. Uh, Paul Giamatti has his birthday. Uh, he's 55, Sideways. That's a movie I can go back to anytime. It's so well done. Pig Vomit. Yep. From, yep, uh, yeah. yep, Private, Private Parts. Parts. And uh, Cinderella Man. Actually, he's oh, an amazing actor. He's, he's so good. He's very well-rounded. He's 55 today. I'd love to talk to him sometime. Uh, Jason Isaacs, who played Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter films. I like that guy. Yeah, he's, he's real really versatile, good. too. Yeah. He's one of those that can do a ton of different dialects. Yes. Uh, and it's it's pretty incredible to watch him go through them. But, I mean, you, you catch him a lot with an English accent, but he can pull off all kinds of dialects. Uh, he is 59. Kind of like um, situation. Situation. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. A, a vocal chameleon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Colin Quinn, former SNL alum and MTV fame back in the day, stand-up comedian, obviously. Yeah, his one-man shows, his comedic one-man shows. He's had, he's had a number of them that have been hits uh, on and off Broadway. He's 63 today. Uh, Jimmy Jam, uh, ah. Music producer, songwriter of the Jam and Lewis production team. Did a lot of stuff with Janet Jackson. Yeah. Uh, she uh, mentions him in songs. Massive hits. Uh, she, he is 63. Uh, Max Casella, the ah. actor. Yeah. On Doogie Howser, he was Vinny. Right. Yeah. And uh, he's popped up here and there. He's in Ed Wood. He's in Analyze This. And he was Sopranos. in uh, Sopranos for a stretch, yeah. Yeah, he's Recurring 50. Role. Wasn't he a soldier of fortune in Afghanistan? <laughs> he's 55 <laughs> today. And then the last birthday I saw is James Monkey Schaefer. Ah. Guitars for the band Korn. Yeah. And he turns 52. Ever since I was a little boy, my dream was to own a member of Korn. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know he doesn't even spell his name like monkey. Why would you not? Like the right way? It's no. M-U-N-K-Y. That's not this, this is wrong. How dare him? That's just what an insult. But that's how that one guy says that. His dream was to own a monkey. A monkey. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like that. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, and we'll see if our phones work as we broadcast live. I'm oh, sure they watch. do. Our engineering department is fantastic, but we're going to go to our first caller. Uh, the question being answered today is, before making chocolate, Milton Hershey started out making what sweet treat? Two one five two six three WMMR. That is the number, and I will go to Mark. Mark, can you hear me? Good morning, guys. Yes, I can. Good morning, bud. All right, Mark, do me a favor. Tell me what Milton Hershey before uh, he started working with chocolate. What sweet treat did he uh, work with? He worked with caramel. That is correct, sir. Hang on the line. You got it right. It was a. Uh, it started off. Hershey started off as a caramel uh, candy company, and then he found out that. Uh, Using the, the milk from the local cows out right. there was the way to go and making milk chocolate. And more durable. Uh, apparently, it lasted longer than caramel would. Really? All right. So, since you got that right, my friend, we're going to give you a $50 Visa gift card from Marvel Studios. Miss Marvel witnessed the origin of a new Marvel, and the original series is streaming this Wednesday, now only on Disney+. Plus. At the box office this weekend, number one was Top Gun. Again, made $86 million, followed by Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. Bob's Burgers movie was third. Then he had the bad guys, Downton Abbey, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, Vikram, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was eighth, followed by The Lost City and Crimes of the Future. Uh, Speaking of movies, the MTV Movie and TV Awards were held last night at the Barker Hangar in Los Angeles, hosted by high school musical actress Vanessa Hudgens and with music by DJ Snoopadelic. Snoopadelic. Kathy won't stop talking about DJ Snoopadelic. (laughs) So Euphoria took home the most golden popcorn, winning four categories overall, including Best Show, Best Performance in a Show, Best Fight, and Here for the Hookup. Uh, Sydney Sweeney had a busy night heading to the stage to accept awards on behalf of the cast. Anybody seen Euphoria or know what it's about? I don't. It's a, it, it pushes the boundaries for like a high school. It's the Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Zendaya yeah. show, and they do a, a whole bunch of stuff. So it's it's it's. I always hear boundary pushing. Yeah. I saw a little bit of one episode. It seemed to be it's well a good done. Show. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really well written and well acted. By the way, you guys know who DJ Snoopadelic is? No, Snoop Dogg. Oh, <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't either. There you go. How long yeah. was he Snoop Lion? How long did that Oh, last? that was like a, a blink. Right. Snoop yeah, Lion it didn't a, work. His Jamaican phase. Uh, Loki was another big winner in terms of television. Sophia Martino took home two buckets of golden popcorn for breakthrough performance and best team. Spider-Man No Way Home stole the show for movies as Tom Holden and Zendaya accepted the award for best movie via satellite. Holland also won best performance in a movie. <laughs> and Sean Poopy's Mickernerny... McInerney. Um <laughs> uh, Is that it? Yeah, the thing about MCs is it's a mick when the next letter is a consonant and usually a mac if the first letter after the MC okay. is it. Uh, McInerney. Vowel. Right so is it monkey or monkey? Uh, he won <laughs> his kiss with a snake in Jackass Forever won him the golden popcorn for best kiss. Did you see that? Uh, no, I did not. He takes a full snake bite on the lips. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Uh, 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 just, you know, obviously, it's 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 an incredible stunt, but Ugh. 
just beyond all reason. Uh, Riley Kehoe, or Kehoe, uh, introduced an exclusive look at the Elvis biopic before welcoming Tupelo artist uh, Diplo and Sway Lee to the stage to perform Tupelo Shuffle. That's right, man. Which samples her grandfather's song. Look at that bucket of popcorn, man. That's all right. <laughs> I can't eat that thing, man. It's like one big chunk of popcorn, man. Uh, Aquafina presented uh, Jack Black with this year's Comedic Genius Award, calling him a facial hair aficionado. And one of the nicest guys on the planet. Uh, so what, what was Jack Black in this year that, or is this just a lifetime achievement? I think it's one of those types right. of things. So uh, you can kill the Elvis music. Yeah, right? kill him, man. Uh, Black never liked that theme. Said he needed a blast of oxygen when he accepted the award. Comedic genius, he said. Are you kidding? For what? And then he answered his own question by saying, Jumanji, School of Rock, Nacho Libre, and his sweet dance moves on TikTok as the reason for the win. And Kathy Jennifer Lopez received the Generation Award after Hudgens introduced a montage of footage from her films over the years. I know you love her. I do love her. Did you um, see what she she was very, um, um, uh, a lot of cleavage. Oh, oh no, yeah. I didn't no, see No, I didn't see it. That's her thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she got emotional in her acceptance speech, paid tribute to the good and the bad in her life. She thanked all the people who, quote, told me to my face and behind my back, I couldn't do this. You stink! I really don't. It's <laughs> like Rocky. <laughs> I really don't think that I could have done it without you. Uh, she said, and finished her speech with a cute shout-out to Ben Affleck. Uh, she said, Ben and everyone at home, wait for me to have dinner. I'll be home by 7. So They always uh, say that. Yeah. yeah. And you forget, when those award shows take place out there, yeah. ah, they got the whole night ahead of them. They do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, that one came and went. So there you go. Other celebrations, though. Uh, on Friday, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle made their first public appearance together in the U.K., uh, since leaving the royal family in 2020, the couple attended celebrations for Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee, which marked her 70-year reign. There was weren't they supposed to go to the MTV Movie Awards? I think, they and then were. last second they decided to go to the Golden Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex kept a low profile during uh, Thursday's Trooping the Color ceremony, uh, but they arrived in front of a cheering crowd up for Friday's national service of Thanksgiving at St. Paul's Cathedral. Okay, so Steve, did you happen to see the footage of? Okay, who's the other one? Uh, Prince Harry. Harry, Prince William. William. William's wife. What's her name, Kate? Uh, yes. Okay. I love her. It looked like she was with her son, or, or the, but he was like kind of being like a little brat, a little spoiled brat. He was going like this to her. No, I didn't he put see his, that. He put his hands over her mouth because she was like telling him to like, you know, calm down or whatever. No, I didn't see that. And then, and then he starts going. I was like, you know, when... They're the cameras are trained on these people, you know, the the entire time. I, like, I saw I Prince like, Prince Charles beating Prince William with a switch, yeah. uh, and he had to mean to drop his pants. No, I didn't see that though. They usually cut away from stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so page six reports that uh, the Queen met Harry and Markle's daughter Lilibet for the nice first to meet you for the first time during the trip as well. Lily is named after her great grandmother, Her Majesty the Queen, whose family nickname is Lilibet. Oh. This is Christ of Lava. On Saturday, the couple celebrated. Where am I? Celebrate. Lily, 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 legs, Lily, Lily, legs. They celebrated. That's some blazing Saturday. <laughs> uh, little bit's first birthday. Privately, members of the royal family took to Twitter to share their birthday wish. You know what I thought was wonderful? They did a, uh, a CGI thing with Paddington, the bear. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. Yeah, it was and, well done. Yeah, it was really well done. So Paddington sitting across the table, and uh, they're having tea, the queen and Paddington. And uh, and Paddington says, uh, you know, he keeps a, 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 a jam sandwich, I guess. Marmalade. Marmalade in his in his hat and the queen.
Jean opens up her purse and has, not in a baggie, just the same kind of sandwich. She goes, I, I keep it in here. She does a little oh, bit of acting. Yeah. It, she does a great it's job. Cute, yeah. yeah, and um, I, I really like the one that she did with uh, James Bond a few years ago for the Olympics. Oh, yeah. With yeah Daniel yeah. Craig, you know, so she had some fun with this. At that age, yeah. I mean, think of where she was when they show footage of her as a basically a, a teenager mm-hmm. taking over everything. Yeah. And all that time, you've got to be impressed by that run. By the yeah. way, those movies are fantastic. The Paddington movies, mm-hmm. I love they're them. so good. I, I love his voice, too, yeah. the Paddington's voice. Did you see the thing where the Queen did the, the routine on the Pummel horse? No, no. It was unbelievable. Really? At her age. She can do those scissors and all that yeah, stuff? She's so old, she couldn't blow the chalk off her hands. Right. But she jumped up and did the whole thing. That's Because usually that's like a male sport, the pummel right. horse, God. right? right. Yes. And she did it basically side saddle. In fact, because... she has all that upper body strength. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. The Iron Cross brought everyone to tears wow. on the rings. Uh, Doc Antle has been arrested and currently remains in a South Carolina jail. Oh. Uh, he Doc, seems so above the law. Who owns South Carolina's Myrtle Beach Safari and was featured in Tiger King, was arrested by the FBI and booked into the Horry County facility. That's where we take the whores. On Friday, the Horry <laughs> County. Yep. Uh, at this time, it's unclear why Doc was taken into custody and if he has retained legal representation. As of Friday evening, he was still in jail, but his charges were not listed. Uh, news of his arrest comes after he was indicted on wildlife trafficking charges in Virginia in October of 2020. Uh, the state's attorney general announced the charges in a press release stating that Doc was charged with one felony count of wildlife trafficking, one felony count of conspiracy to wildlife, and 13 additional misdemeanor charges relating to animal cruelty and the Endangerment Species Act. So that's from the Virginia arrest. They don't know why he was arrested in South Carolina. I think we all agree that on the initial viewing of Tiger King, he was one of the breakout. Everyone oh, yeah. said, well, I want to see a series on this dude. Yeah. Six days ago, he posted a video on Instagram, because I do follow him on Instagram, of him swimming in a pool with a hyena. Okay. So. Wow. All right. Well, now he's in jail. Now he's in the Horry County Jail. <laughs> uh, let's see. When one door closes, another opens right on the heels of This Is Us finale. Mandy Moore announced that she is expecting her second child. Oh, no way. Yeah. On Friday, Moore posted a photo to Instagram showing her one-year-old son, Gus, wearing a Big Brother t-shirt. Uh, and she wrote, one incredibly seminal chapter of my life just ended, and the next one, as a mother of two, is about to start, and we are ever so deeply grateful and excited. Were you happy so, with the, show, the way the show wrapped up, Kathy? Yeah, it was, you know, they, um, they when they started the show, they grabbed everyone's attention. I mean, it was like a tearjerker from the very beginning. Um, I watched the whole thing. You know, in the middle, it got like, I, I sort of was just like, all right, well, I need something to watch. Like, I continued to watch it, but um, this last season, I mean, they really wrapped everybody back in, and yeah, it it was great. I was really happy with the way it ended. Um, and But it, it is weird to see Mandy Moore and how they age her and the fact that, you know, you're announcing that she's pregnant. Yeah. Like it's, yeah it, it's how weird. far did they age her? Um, they aged her to death. And oh, really? So, yeah, I mean, listen, she didn't look like she was ready for Did they have her, like, but... as a rotting corpse on a table, or? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but she's essentially playing the mother to people who are probably her age, maybe even older. Oh, yeah. okay. This is <laughs> that would really is that be... actual dialogue? Yeah. yeah, that's where they got it from. Okay. No, the, she... Wait, the zombies is us? <laughs> she was like the best looking person at death that I've ever seen. Do you know what she's really good in? Did you see the movie Midway? 
I didn't know. She, she plays one of the pilot's uh, wives in Midway. She I was... watched a little bit of that movie. It was, I don't know. I didn't like didn't it. Seem, it's, it, that never happened. No, no. <laughs> just the, the, the main guy was really. Oh, annoyed you? He just laid on that accent way too yeah. thick. I, I thought, thought. The, the battle sequences are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Vivica A. Fox isn't happy with the way Jada Pinkett Smith addressed Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the 94th Annual Academy Awards. On a recent episode of The Wendy Williams Show, Fox said that Jada took no accountability when she commented on the incident during an episode of Red Table Talk. I feel like neither, like neither of them have really yep. taken responsibility right, for but this. What kind of accountability does she need to take? Unless she said, you better get up there and slap that guy in the face. If you want any more ever, yeah. you beat the piss out of him now. Yeah. I mean, listen, if she just looked annoyed or upset or mad, that's one thing. And that's what she did. She rolled her eyes. Yeah. So yeah. she didn't ask or tell him to do anything. She's, it's Will who has to come forward. Will is a thousand percent accountable. And she's not at all. You're looking at both of you. are looking for somebody to say sorry to someone. Kathy, would it help if DJ Jazzy Jeff addressed <laughs> The best thing about it, and going back since we're talking about the, the finer points of that particular moment, is when Chris Rock tells that joke <laughs> you look at the video will smith is laughing yes she is not and that turns over and looks at her and he's like oh oh i'm i'm that, that's not funny uh i better i better change this up right now there's another great moment where you know chris rock has a, a salvo ready to launch oh yeah he's, he's blah, blah, blah. Nah, forget it mm-hmm. i won't go i won't go there so uh she said this is going to be difficult for me this is uh vivgay fox saying this um there are these are my peers i've done a movie with both of them uh set it off with jada and independence day with will smith it was absolutely changing to my it, it actually changed my life uh, when I saw the video last night, it made me cry. I'll be very honest with you guys. She said, I really felt uh, to be a partner to Will Smith, whose career basically took a crumble that night. Uh, we were all rooting for Will that night, Oscar night. We wanted him to win. Will Smith was uh, Will Smith that night, as far as I was concerned, was going to be crowned this generation Sidney Poitier, which is a huge honor. Uh, Will Smith was defending her honor. That's the reason he walked on stage and slapped her, because he felt like his wife had been offended. So for me to see no accountability as a partner, she said. Well, she's, she's sort of misremembering, because when Sidney Poitier run the Oscar for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, he falcon-punched Audrey Hepburn. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. You don't hear about that. You don't ever, mm-hmm. no one ever thinks of that. It's buried in history. She said, I have <laughs> love for the Smiths. I know their children. I've watched them grow. Uh, I just wish that uh, we could have a little more accountability and for it to not seem so self-righteous on Jada's part. And that's my feeling, she said. So she's throwing it out there. Hey, Michael J. Fox says that living with Parkinson's disease has influenced the projects he selects in his acting career. In a conversation with Mike Birbiglia on his podcast, the actor and research advocate said that uh, remembering lines has become more difficult in the decades since he was first diagnosed. He said, when I did the spinoff from The Good Wife, which is The Good Fight, I couldn't remember the lines. Uh, I just had this blank. I could not remember the lines. There are there, there are some things, you know, you tend to think of Parkinson's as, as only these these tremors. But there are, um, and like in the commercial they show for, uh, I guess, maybe it's a, a type of Parkinson's where the guy is actually seeing images. Like he's, he has one dog, but he sees two dogs and things like that. Oh. I never knew that was an accompanying set of symptoms if someone has uh, Parkinson's disease. So he's talking about his earlier uh, part of his career, like on Family Ties, he say, I'd go, I'm in, Mallory, get off the phone. And I knew it, like in an instant, and I'd continue to be that, it would continue to be that way for me. I'd have 70 
pages of dialogue on a De Palma Jeez. movie and knowing that a hugely expensive steady cam shot depends on me knowing the lines, not a trickle of sweat on my brow. I can't remember my phone number. And then he said he's learned to adapt and recalled a challenging scene that he had while filming Kiefer Sutherland's show Designated Survivor. He said it was all this legal stuff and I just couldn't get it. But what was really refreshing was I didn't panic. I didn't freak out. I just went, well, that's that. Moving on. Uh, but he said he no longer takes projects with a lot of lines. He said, I can't remember five pages of dialogue. I just can't do it. Uh, so I go to the beach. Well, you, <laughs> you remember, and it is true, and it's in the show, the the offer, they they um, they depict it. Uh, Brando, at a certain point, stopped rehearsing lines. The, he, he always had cue cards on set, right. and there was a couple of scenes in that famous uh, beginning scene in The Godfather in the study where the actors he's talking to are wearing cue cards facing oh, him. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. he, that's how he did it. Hey, People reports that uh, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey have broken up after a year and a half. That sucks. Mm-hmm. A source close to the couple told the publication Michael and Lori are both completely heartbroken. They... Steve Harvey could have been his father. Well, wait a minute. It says they still love each other. No, they don't. Uh, no, well, they'd still be <laughs> they together. They hate each other. <laughs> uh, the source said uh, they had great times together and brought out the best in each other. Did he ever appear on The Family Feud? No. All right. Not that I know. Yeah, of. yeah. Yeah, I would think I would have seen something like right, that, but like, you never know. Maybe it was on a special episode. I don't know. A very special. <laughs> the Wakanda episode. episode. <laughs> Wakanda feud. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is cool, and of course, something you would expect from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He surprised his mother, uh, Atta Johnson, with a new house. On Saturday, he posted a video showing her walking into the house uh, to Instagram, writing, Love you, Mom, and surprise. When I was a little boy, I hated when my mom would cry. Uh, these days, I'll take her tears of joy. I surprised my mom and bought her a new home. Nice. Uh, took me and my design team eight weeks to get it ready, uh, where she could walk through her front door for the very first time, and everything she saw was brand new and a total surprise. It would have been cool to do one of those, just a quick practical joke, where it's just the facade house. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just the, nothing inside at all. Just what? the wall on the front. Yeah. Did you mention the SmackDown room, Preston? No. Just so there's an entire room. Uh, he posted this on his Instagram uh, last night. Introducing my mom to her new SmackDown room in her home. She always has her SmackDown room. Where she keeps the coolest rock and uh, Dwayne Johnson memorabilia. Over the years, they've become insanely crowded. So for her, the new home, he had an entire room built for uh, all his stuff over the years. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but you would expect him to do something that awesome for his family. And of course, when you make a gazillion dollars, you should do something <laughs> that awesome. Uh, TV Line reports that James Marsden will be returning for the fourth season of Westworld. I disconnected from that. I, I watched, I think, the first two seasons, and it's... Um, I watched the first season and a couple episodes, yeah. and then I was out, yeah. Uh, I heard that the third season is awesome. Okay. I couldn't make it through the second season to get to the third. And much- I felt the same way about Mr. Robot as well. The, the, apparently too much the, to watch. Yeah, the third season of Mr. Robot is just a. Can't you make a show called Mr. Westworld? Yeah. And you combine uh, them? The news is announced during the show's panel at ATX Festival after Marsden made a surprise appearance. Uh, And then one more quick thing. Uh, Variety reports uh, that at the ATX Festival on Sunday, the Scrubs cast Ah. and director got together again. uh, Commenting on bringing the show back in some form or fashion. I love Scrubs. Uh, It's a great show. Donald Faison said, uh, I think we all want it. Uh, We all would love to work together again. It's just that it's really hard. It can't be a full season of a show. It would have to be a movie or something like that. Uh, where you could only give a couple of months to it. Uh, everyone is doing things. Creator Bill Lawrence commented, uh, we're going to do it because we're lucky enough 
uh, that people care. So yeah, it was a cool. Do you know, it's kind of cool. Cool, cool show. Two Preston. They actually they had a, a medical facility that I think had just closed down. So they yeah. they shot it all there. That became their studio. Oh really? Yeah, it was, it was shot on location Hospital? at this medical facility. Nice. Do you see that uh, Zach Braff was in the latest episode of Obi Wan? There's no, that, I didn't see that uh, creature that drives uh, Obi Wan, and that, right, right, yeah, that's Zach Braff. That wow, he, he voiced that, yeah. All right, we are ready for clips. Here we go. All right, In the Dark is a TV show that focuses on a blind young woman trying to solve her friend's murder. And in this clip, starry Perry Metfeld describes her thoughts on the show's storyline. Let's hit it. Every day I'm around blind people. I'm, I mean, I get to talk to them and ask them questions. And I'm loving, I'm loving the representation of them in a way that's different than I think blind people are usually portrayed in the media. This is a very different, very different representation, which is, I think, much more accurate. Yes. <laughs> uh, I watched that show. I love it. It's a good? really yeah, it's a good show. Um, she uh, and I, I thought it was weird. I saw her post the other day and she they were promoting the premiere, um, which is today. Right. Did you say today or tomorrow? I didn't say. Oh, OK. Will. Um, uh, tonight at nine on the CW. OK. Yes. But that they were all so there's they basically were saying, OK, it's it starts tonight, but you can also binge it in September when it hits Netflix. Like they were promoting both at the same oh. time. Yeah. They don't know what because, to do because yeah. you can watch it on CW, but then it'll go to Netflix. Netflix, I guess, right. in September. Yeah. Um, so I just thought it was interesting. Do you remember a show years ago called, uh, I think it was called Long Street? And I think that it was a, uh, a detective, is a cop who lost his eye. I think he lost his eyesight. Mm. And uh, it was, sounds like kind of the same thing, but he okay. went on detecting. Uh, season four is uh, on tonight, 9 o'clock on The CW. Here's the next clip for you. Nick Adams stars in the film Fire Island. In this clip, he describes what it feels like to be on the real-life setting of Fire Island. Hit it, please. Yeah, it's pretty much a, a summer spot. People, Some people are there year-round in the winter, but it's there are no roads, so it's kind of difficult to uh, navigate once it snows, and you have to take a ferry out there. So there's really, there, there are no cars or anything except for some, like, you know, four-wheelers and such. But, um, yeah, it's a summer escape. It's... It's like two hours from Manhattan. Shut up, Jerry. Wow. What well, is that really, last How is that released as a promotional clip? That's he's not the outcome I have. You, I don't know. I think you should probably walk around a little bit. And it's uh, like, I don't know, it's two hours or so. There's a couple places. There's sandwiches and stuff. And go, Do you want me to watch this or what? Seriously. How, how far is it by trains? Uh, it's about, uh, from, from New York, if you take the train. No. Well, you got to you take it out to, then you got to take the ferry. Take you take the ferry, yeah. Well, what about the show you're promoting? Yeah, the, they're asking about the show, and he's telling them about actual Fire Island. Right, right, right. And he's not making it sound interesting <laughs> at all. That sounds like the most boring island ever. It's actually not. It's actually a lot of Surrounded by water. Oh, it's great. it is yeah. great. Uh, Fire Island can be streamed on Hulu. I'm sure you're lining up right now. Set your reminders. It's supposed to be funny. Remember, I'm on Tomatoes. I got a 96. So here, I just sold it better than he did. Yeah. Is that the one with uh, Bo and Yang? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's it. That's uh, that's the entertainment report for you. Yay! Oh my God. Thank you. I love it. I love it. You got that Subaru glow. I know. I do. Listen, as uh, it it is uh, freshly 7 a.m. So we open the bar. No. 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 
No, but we can get waffles. Yes, they do have a waffle bar back there. Oh, that's, that's, my, that's my version. They got, that's uh, my crack they the got like an omelet station yeah. and all kinds oh, of goodies. So uh, go yeah. crack open a waffle. I have been waiting for seven o'clock since uh, Friday. Yeah. Since Preston said that he was going to have a huge announcement oh, at seven o'clock. Right. So yes, yes. you guys shut up so we can get on with this. All right, all right, well, all right. No, I'm not doing it now. I'll do, I know. I'll do it when we come back. I know. Right, I know. Right. Hang on there, my man. He's promised it's not anything world destroying. That it's actually good. Yeah, it's good. But um, what I was going to say is it's freshly 7 a.m., and I would imagine that the employees are starting to arrive here at Subaru, so oh. we'll get some friends in here in a little bit. And notice we have all the uh, the Preston and Steve shopping bags. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, that, uh, that are complimentary that people will be able to take. And there's all kinds of goodies on the tables and stuff. It's just a little, a tiny little thank you that we do uh, for Subaru because it's all about Camp Out for Hunger and the amazing contributions that uh, Subaru continues to make for that event. So let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. We're in Canada, New Jersey. We're happy to be here for the first time on a Monday, actually. I know. It's Fantastic. very rare. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Amp up your summer with MMR. And your chance at a little road trip across our fine commonwealth to see Metallica. MMR VIPs hit the contest page at WMMR.com and convince us to hand you two tickets to Metallica at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, August 14th. Passes for an exclusive blackened whiskey. Whiskey tasting. What? Passes for an exclusive pre-show blackened whiskey tasting at the venue. Hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Plus a hotel room for the night and a $200 gas card. While you do that, we'll throw in some extra Metallica for inspiration, including tracks every hour this weekend. Get details at WMMR.com and Metallica tickets via Ticketmaster from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, um, I said last week that I had a very special announcement, very personal thing. Yes. No, no, stop oh, it. Nope, 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 nope. it on us. Something's going on here. Casey, I, I thank you for hitting the drum roll. Normally, I would want the drum roll to set this whole thing up and, and do my big reveal here. But uh, the announcement that I have uh, actually has turned out to be of something that is not happening. Oh. And I will explain. I said that it was personal and that I was the only person who uh, knew what was going on. I was going to reveal this. Um, and the truth of this all is... You're a liar. Uh, ...is that I lied. I did lie. And I am not the only one that knew about this announcement. In fact, everybody on the show, except one person, uh, knew on. that there was an announcement. <laughs> did you guys get me a puppy? <laughs> so Casey now knows, after me saying that, that you're the only one... For a second there, doesn't I doesn't know what's going on. I swear to God, I thought you were going to announce that you're going to be a grandparent. Uh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, like, that's what I thought the announcement was. I was like, well, oh, my God. Nope, yeah, so, she skipped that. <laughs> Great grandparent. Yes. So, so I had to say that it was going to be a personal announcement just to keep you in the dark, okay? okay. okay. But I wanted people to tune in for this announcement. Okay. But, Casey. Am I going to cry? What was planned for you... Unfortunately, is not going to happen. <laughs> Casey, it's like, uh, it's so, I feel like it's so hard for all of us because I feel like my dreams are crushed right now. Uh, yeah. Everyone is devastated. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm crying over okay. Uh, okay. So, Casey, uh, do me a favor, though. Uh, give me fanfare for the common man. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. If you yeah. Anything that would, monkey? Something to be yep. appropriate if you were a child who finally got a monkey. Yep. So, in 1975, yeah. Yeah. a little boy was born. 
And it was his dream and his goal to drive across the country. And Casey, we had it set up to where you were going to leave today, right now, in a brand new Subaru vehicle and drive across the country to Los Angeles, California. And and that's why we did this show on a Monday to announce this and have you leave. And we were going to document every bit of that drive live on the air with us. And you went and got COVID, didn't you? Oh, oh he's, he's leaving. Don't throw he's leaving. Don't throw it. Don't throw. Easy, easy. He's got the chair. He's going to throw it. Oh, God. So Casey went and got COVID. He is on the back end. He's he's well. But we had lengthy discussions with our, uh, with our doctor consultant, Dr. Mike, and he felt that there would be some unneeded risks, so we are not going to be able to do it. The main reason being, so your co-pilot... Was going to be Chuck D'Amico. Oh, my God. Uh, the best friends at work were going to be together for this drive. You can kill the music now. We don't need um, drama anymore. And that yeah. really was the pivotal point, and Preston. That's the thing. What if you guys got a couple days into this and Chuck got sick? And um, it, would compl- it, would, it would complicate things. He and couldn't. And if he ended up it in It wouldn't Lo- be worth the risk. Los Angeles. Yeah, and then. Couldn't he, fly back. So we were going we to have you guys drive across the country. Casey, Subaru was going to give you the vehicle to drive. Marriott Hotels was going to give you places to stay along the way. We had airfare ready for you to fly back from L.A. We had some people you're going to meet with. And I need to tell you this, that the whole concept and all the details were done by that gentleman right there, Nick McElwain. It was his idea. Yeah. He did all the legwork. A it was lot of legwork. An early birthday present. Your wife was going to be here. She had everything packed and ready to packed go. for you to leave. Yeah. I've, been, I've been chatting with your wife for like two months like, on this whole thing. Man. Like you literally weren't going to have to go anywhere. You were going to leave straight from here and get on the highway okay. and go. So why are we announcing this? Is it going to happen? Doing- we're hoping that by putting this all out live on the air that we will be able to make it happen at okay. some point. Because we'd all then done done this clandestinely, okay? Like you This is this is a lot of planning. There was a ridiculous amount of planning. It's been going on since January. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Nick came into the room and said, oh. I have this idea. Yep. And then the ball started rolling. He and everybody by the way, Marissa had recorded all sorts of stuff and oh. and social media stuff and the element had to be to keep it from you simply accessing the sound page in the system Ugh. before it tipped your hand and you know why you had to pre-record all your commercials uh, last week <laughs> so that's... we could have them done while you were gone stop it for the week yeah that's why we, we lied about all that stuff. oh my god you a-holes um so I, in, in I fact said, <laughs> i said so, so the, the original plan obviously was to send you and i bill came over and i just said to him i go are you ready for the next segment where we crush a boy's dream uh, <laughs> you should oh my god and oh, uh god. marissa brought this uh, folder over it was going to be called casey's big adventure oh my and god. it's still going to be called casey's big adventure and the reason that like i said that we revealed this on the air is because now that the cat's out of the bag you can actually be a part of the planning process and listen along the way we had places you were going to stop at we oh. had locations we were going to invite our cross-country listeners oh, to maybe meet up with you guys yeah, along yeah. the way, come and take pictures and maybe uh you know just have uh, wow. interactive moments casey i was chatting with your wife this morning believe it or not and yeah. uh and she did an incredible job of keeping the secret your daughter was also in on the secret casey wow uh and and so they've been scheming behind your back for a while to keep this from you however 
uh, I think that we're going to, um, now that we put it out there, we're going to find a way to make this happen. We wanted to do it at a time where it was convenient for your family as well. We yeah. wanted to make sure that Diane was okay with all of it. Uh, the only hindrance this week, possibly, was that Coldplay was in town. <laughs> right. So we thought you might want to go to that show. But um, here's the thing. It, it's going to happen one way or another. We're going to make this happen for you because I. Uh, it was so much work, but so worth every step of the way. Well, the surprise yeah. element, too, was so, Casey, yeah. your timing of when you got this oh my God. brought Can it right literally it? down to the last second. Yeah. We had about an hour-long uh, conference call with Dr. Mike and everybody Chuck, yesterday yeah. trying to get this. Say, when, when, when is it a no-go? Yep. And, and so that's the deal. But we all, we all agreed. Yep. It will happen now with your input, but we really thought the surprise element would have been the home run. It was yeah. really a go, no go thing down to the last second, and we just felt it, it wouldn't be worth it uh, for no. you guys to get out there and then something bad happens, and, and we couldn't have that happen. Uh, but listen, I want to I want to welcome our, our good friend, Mr. Matt Ritter of Super of America. To the good morning, everybody. So, Matt, you've been in on this for weeks as well, months actually. Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, what? Come on. Yeah. What happened? I have, like, Casey. I have been so safe for these last two goddamn years. It has been so fun these past several weeks working with Nick, <laughs> planning this entire adventure. By the way, do you see that beautiful geyser blue through <laughs> Outback no. Wilderness that's parked outside, right outside these windows? Yeah. That was yours. Yeah. 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 You were going to drive that across country. And by the way, guess yeah. what's in that car? A national parks pass, just in case you want to visit oh, any national parks you wanted to along the way. That was going to be incredible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've got a cooler packed full of beverages for you, the kind you can drink while driving. <laughs> it was going to be Casey. Let me look at me, Casey. Casey, <laughs> look at me. He can. We got to look eye to eye here, buddy. <laughs> what? I mean. Well, I'm... here's the deal. Matt, we said he got it at exactly the perfect time yes. to make this a down to the second. If he'd have gotten it last Wednesday, right. we said, okay, we can't do this. He got it just at the right point to have us every couple of hours going, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. There were, and so, down many, to the... there were so many ups and downs and backs and forth. Like the, when, when Casey, you sent the text last week that, that you were not going to be able to come into work, that you're going to work for home. Preston texted me and then we had this. It, we were enormously disappointed figuring it was off the table. And then as the week progressed, we're like, well, it seems like he's okay. And we can, we, man, I think we can do it. He's and we're going to make it happen. And, and we were chatting with Bill last week. And we're like, okay, we got to do it. And all of these meetings, by the way, done behind your back, <laughs> maintaining the secret for as long as we have has been so hard. Pretty damn good. It's pretty, and, and I got to tell you, the only thing that was a little bit off was this morning. I opened up my shorts drawer and <laughs> there was a receipt in my shorts drawer from and like I, you know my, my oh closet my, my closet's actually in pretty good shape um but uh god i don't even know like 2 years ago i won $1000 on a uh, pennsylvania lottery ticket right. okay so i had to pay taxes on that and the taxes receipt was sitting on top of I'm like why why is that <laughs> so my initial i was like who's going through my stuff like why is there a receipt on top of my well, now you know. on uh, on friday chuck and diane and i your wife and i were were texting about the snacks we were going to provide for the trip <laughs> and uh, so your wife went shopping she she packed your whole bag she we had everything ready to go hiking boots mat and case she was going to be here right. this morning so, by the way yeah, with yeah, your, your whole family was going to yeah. be here but by, this is my favorite part of the text exchange because there was going to be some rules involved okay. 
Okay. And the number one rule from oh. Chuck D'Amico was no fish. No fish. <laughs> no, no fish. He knew it. Oh, oh, Matt, hey, Matt you love this. The so, the so man. Yeah. I just downloaded, I bought the year uh, subscription to the fish uh, app. If you wanted to hear so Chuck. So there would be nothing but fish. Chuck's, Chuck's, um, when we put up, he said, the possibility of getting, of always wondering if I was going to get sick and having to listen to all that fish is almost too much to bear. All right, and let me clear something up because a number of texts are coming in of people saying, why are you even revealing this to him? Why didn't you just keep it a secret and try to pull it off later on? And I will tell you why. And this is the decision we came to. If we tried, number one, it is a nightmare having meetings behind your back, getting in touch with everybody, trying to set up, having the stars aligned. Now that it's out in the open, we can actually plan it properly and not have to worry about you making some kind of a plan for something that you think is important and not knowing about this trip coming up, and it would mess that plan up. So, So we revealed this. To make sure that we can indeed do it now. We were going to be able to do it. We had, you have no idea how many things we had to go through to make sure. Until this pro- morning. The proper time that it was going to work out. That he wouldn't know about it. That that nothing would interfere with it. Some kind of an emergency wouldn't pop up. <laughs> in case he would say, oh man, I can't. I, I all of a sudden have to go do this. Now you've got, you, if we can plan this, we'll have dates set aside. That will coincide perfectly with you being able to do it and not not uh, impeding on some of okay. the plans. Guys, so you, you, you talk about you. last minute. Yeah. The text the, the text I got from Nick was at 5.15 this morning, <laughs> finally pulling the plug. 5.15 a.m. this morning saying, you know what, we got to pull the plug in this deal. But I can tell you, Casey, when you're ready yeah. and this is ready to go, there's no better road trip partner for you than Subaru. We will be with you every step of the way, and we're looking forward to getting that day kicked off. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. By yes. the way. Uh, thanks so much to Matt Ritter and the entire team at Subaru. You've been so helpful. Every step of the way, it was like, yes, how do we do this? Yes, yes, yes. Enough Immediately. Yes is, and, and, and so from the get-go, Matt, you've been enormously helpful. And then well, also thanks to uh, Danielle Yingling and the entire team at Marriott because they've been amazing. So we asked Marriott. They said yes. We asked Subaru. They said yes. And uh, and we'll ask them again, and they'll say yes again. Well, it's, it's been our pleasure, and it's been the entire help from the entire distribution logistics team, Jerry Wright, Mike Oben, everybody getting a car ready to go. We actually put a few miles. <laughs> in the car to make sure there was, it was all perfect uh-huh. and tight and ready. We've got your whole thing mapped out. So anyway, we'll be ready for you. We're your partner when you're ready to roll. And, right. and honestly, the real thing is the trip itself. The cross-country experiences of you and Chuck. At one point, Casey, it was going to be Jackie Bam Bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If the Sixers you know, made the, and, and Bill was cool oh, with that. Yeah, if the Sixers made the NBA Finals, Chuck yeah. wasn't going to be able to go. Oh, yeah, Casey. So we had to, oh, that was God. part of the whole equation as well. It's like we were, we were rooting for the Sixers, but we were also rooting, rooting against the Sixers because <laughs> yeah. we wanted Chuck to be able to do it with oh, you. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, I, I guess I should apologize to you, Nick, because I was a Annoyed with you yesterday when you said you were talking to Matt Ritter about my COVID. I was like, and who like, did what? you? I'm like, why are you talking to Matt about me? I was like annoyed at that. So I'm really, really sorry. Yeah. And and I didn't need to admit that, but I should admit that. Like and when you were saying because we were we do a conference call. Like, yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, I talked to Matt, and he said, blah blah blah, and I was like. Why is he talking about that? He's been talking about a lot. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. It's Casey. So, yeah, I don't deserve this, guys. One, one of the spots that you were going to stop at on the way yeah. was, was uh, the uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventures Dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, we That's on the list. We found Pee Wee's house in Pasadena. We were so, going we to have you roll down Rodeo Drive on Friday morning at 9 a.m. We got a great hotel, a Marriott in Palm Springs, and... 
Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo, Texas. These were yeah. all on the agenda. The, the planted Cadillac. Well, they still will be there, right? Yes. Yeah. And, because, oh, and, also, I'm going to Arroyo Lane in uh, Albuquerque. I saw that. Yes. Uh, last week, Preston deliberately asked you, have you ever been to Graceland? Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, you were going to be in Nashville <laughs> we tonight. We knew we were going to say Meanwhile, that. I'm thinking he's just trying to bring me in on the conversation because he felt bad for me for right, being right. all by myself. You yep. guys. <laughs> Yeah, you were going to leave. We, we were going to make this announcement now, and we were going to tell you you were going to leave in an hour. Right now, yeah. You were going to leave go. at the 8 o'clock hour. You were going to be gone. <sighs> Can I Peace. leave now? Can, <laughs> I Can I go home right now? No, you can't go uh, home. This, how long, though? How many years? I mean, it's got oh, to go back man. to Y100 yep. when the discussion, you would always bring up, hey, I'll, I'll drive across the country and do check-ins. Well, it finally came to be, and I'm like, what? in, in the worst confluence of events, again, to people who are saying, we thought about keeping a secret. That was the original mindset. But no, it's too precarious, too difficult. And when you stop and think and weigh out what's the more important part, it's the trip. So now everything yeah. will be with your input, and we can do it. We've got the itinerary. We just need to sort of. I don't. It. I don't want to input anything. I, yep. Whatever is in this binder, this is perfect. So we're just I, I don't. Gonna... I'm, I'm. I don't deserve this, guys. Like this. Like I'm not. Well, yeah, I'm you not, do. I'm not. Uh... You are the best birthday gift present giver ever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and this was. Uh... It occurred to me that this has become a running joke, but why not make it a bit? Why not have some fun with it? Why not make it happen for you? Uh, because we do love you, and we want to send you on a, an adventure that you've wanted to do forever. Ugh. And so it was going to happen. <laughs> he, he, by the way, he keeps making this sound. Ugh. Ugh. He keeps going, Ugh. It's just so bad. <laughs> well, the fact, that it, the fact that it's, as Matt pointed out, Awful. 5.15. This, <laughs> yeah. I went to bed last night. None of us know. And Chuck... I had a conversation with Chuck Saturday morning, and, and uh, you know, he goes, you know what I thought about, oh, man, all the complications and stuff, and because Chuck is also the PD of uh, the Fanatic, our yeah. sister station. Okay, I can juggle all this, and then he said, I finally got myself in the right frame of mind where I'm, I'm really looking forward to being with Casey, being with my buddy, and doing this thing. So he had made, he'd gotten over the hump. He was all set mm. for it. Yeah, and, you know, we didn't think that uh, sending you out uh, at this point would be no. the right timing. So we'll do it again, but now, uh, now we can find something that fits, and we plan on doing this. If you're just tuning in, yes, this is my big personal announcement. <laughs> it was not about me at all. We were going to surprise Casey with this uh, trip, but we had to do uh, a last-second abort on this, and uh, uh, we, with good reason, and, and we'll make it happen again, but we all, all the all the stars were aligning, except for one, uh-huh. uh, which was COVID, and uh, and we decided to, uh, to, to postpone it. By the way, Bill signed off on this a while ago. He, Bill was excited about it as well. Bill's right across the room. Casey, you were going to get a per diem, which <laughs> And you could get snacks and stuff along oh my the way. God, dude, you know how many Slim Jims I'd be eating? Because <laughs> yeah. those uh, things are expensive. Slim Jims and Red Bull, like, that's all expensive. <laughs> Matt, is that a brand new Outback out there? That's a brand new Subaru Outback Wilderness Edition. So this is our, basically, it's like an off-road package, a more rugged package. A little extra ground clearance, nine and a half inches of ground clearance, all-terrain tires. This vehicle, I can tell Casey, I've driven this vehicle. It is a blast to drive. It's got a 2.4 liter uh, direct injection direct injection turbo engine. You would have had a ball in this car, especially visiting our national parks in this. With yeah. that pass uh, in the back that he has mm-hmm. that he could have accessed. And, yeah, so unfortunately what we're going to have to put you into when this trip does take place is probably one of our vehicles from the museum from 1985. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, With three inches of clearance. Yeah, with three inches of ground clearance. 1985 yeah. Pratt. 
and right. uh, 85 horsepower. Yeah. So. <laughs> Six cylinder. Yeah, it's going to take you about a month to get out west. But you're going to have a It's all time. about the experience. No, yeah. this car, we're, we're going to hang on to this for you. All right. right. And as soon as we get the green light, and uh, we'll drop the flag. And like I said, we'll be with you every step of the way. Looking wow. forward to it happening. And honestly, uh, like if I were to pick anybody besides myself to map out my ride across the country, it'd be this guy right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick, without a doubt, I would trust you over anybody I think I even know on this earth to plan this for me. Well, so. he asked for yeah. our input, and I'm like, yeah. I don't even know where to begin because it's a big country out there. Yeah. And uh, and so what he did is he and Preston, you know, they, they, they tied into those benchmarks you always brought up, those places you want to visit. Yeah. I got you a cool book. I'll give that to you in a few months. Oh. Uh, and it's uh, basically you uh, when you'd gotten past Oklahoma City, you would have uh, paralleled the old Route 66. Uh, yep. route, route 66 uh, went from Chicago to Santa Monica. And so if you drive it now, it's a lot of it is route, uh, Interstate Route 40. Okay. But there are so many cool things to see and do, especially in the second half of the country, the western half of the country. Right. So the, the main goal was to get you to the western half of the country as quickly as possible. It would have been a lot of driving tonight and tomorrow. And then you would have... That was the issue. Yeah. You would have yeah. been, been in close proximity. And, and that's so, why we couldn't delay it either. And that's it. Yeah. Exactly. So to cover that amount of time and the, the notion of Chuck ending up, you know, trying to get back on a flight sick mm. is just too much. The goal was to get you to uh, uh, rolling into uh, Los Angeles uh, by the time our show ended or somewhere in there on Friday. Okay. And then you would have the weekend in L.A. to hang LA. and do what you wanted. Yeah, because Chuck's never been to L.A. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, so he's you never know, been to L.A. And... and one one of the things we had to consider because we had we had to consider all variables of what might take place, and I had said, well, let's let's say that we that we go forward with this, and then all of a sudden Casey says, man, I can't really go. Uh, yeah, I know. I yeah, saw yeah, the look yeah, on yeah. your face. Yeah, pers- Would that have happened? I just want to get his reaction. <laughs> well, we had to entertain that notion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, um, and the fact that you, you couldn't were- be apart from Kathy for that long. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I offered yeah. to be in the car with you, too. So. Did you really? No. no. <laughs> um, Can I tell him who was going to meet him in, in uh, Beverly Hills? Hang on. Let Go, me guess. You want to guess? Is it Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's someone you know that we okay. know that we love. And it's not Rob McElhinney. It's Todd Glass. It's yeah. Todd Glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it still can be Todd Glass. It can be, it, for it sure. Can be. We, we can widen the, yeah. and because oh. there, there are plans afoot for us as a whole show to be taking a trip. In fact, we, we have production pieces ready to go. Yeah. Jason, if you can hit that little song that you've got uh, ready back there, maybe we could hear that. And, uh, I, er, here you go. Oh, we were going to send you off. Show bring you another check-in on Casey's Big Adventure on MMR. Yep. Brought to you by Subaru of America. <laughs> Subaru of America. That's, yeah, you should do that. Um, and the fact that you guys are going to fly me back first class, like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Somebody's- the new first class, which is steering. <laughs> oh, we had, we had a we had a rub and tug set up. At oh my LA god! And everything. god. Yeah, everything. Susan Boyle was yeah. on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yep. So sorry to disappoint this you. This is the most disappointing but segment what? ever. I swear, to god, I've been so good. For like ever. Well, ever. listen, it, it, these things happen, and this this thing will happen. Yeah, we, we debated a little later. We, yes, and we debated whether or not to even reveal it. You know, because we didn't. We don't want you to be disappointed by all of it. <laughs> you know what? Though? Well, we want it to happen. So yes. I'm, a, and so again, I'm not like now, like looking back, I'm doing the triathlon on Saturday in Cape May. Like so, and Diane yesterday was like. 
I didn't realize Escape the Cape was this weekend. I'm like, yeah, it's this Saturday. Are you sure you can do that? I'm like, yeah, no, I feel good. Like, you know, like I went for a jog yesterday yeah. to make sure my lungs were okay. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I'm like, no, no, I feel I feel like I'll be able to do this, you know? Yeah. Ugh. You know what? What well, I thought was can. one of the coolest elements is that the plan was to have him stand on a corner in Winslow, Winslow Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Such a fine sight to see. It is. It is. <laughs> All right, well, anyhow. Oh, I love you guys. We love you. Oh, my God. We love you. And, Bill, thank you so much. (laughs) Copper, you're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry I got sick, Copper. Casey went and got sick. Wait a second. You're saying he's sick? (laughs) (laughs) This isn't going to (sighs) happen. All right, well, anyhow, we'll let you mull that over. And, uh, And cry a little. And cry a little. Cry into your mask. Well, like, I think I'm, like, uh, um... Listen, the, the trip's going to happen, and, and I really appreciate that. But, like, I just um, – uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to cry. All right. Well, like, I'm, I'm not – you know. I'm not, I'm not good with words. I'm not good enough for you guys to do this for me, so thanks. No, that's not yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. It was a really sweet gesture. Thank yeah. you guys. It'll be fun. It'll happen. Yeah. And, and we felt the appropriate thing to do would be to torture you with the knowledge. <laughs> yeah, with all of the information. <laughs> yeah. no. this, this will ensure yeah. that we do indeed make it happen. Because, like I said, if we try to keep it a secret – and then we started looking at the calendar down the road. I'll guarantee you things yeah, would have fallen apart. It, 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 fallen apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it probably should or, happen in September. Or people would have had too many commitments and not able to do it. So right, now we right. got it out on the table. We can be upfront about everything, and we can make this thing happen. Right. Oh, man, thank you guys. Yep. All, right. All right. Well, anyhow, let's take a break. We are at Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey. And... Uh, uh, we have a, you know what? I have a legit announcement. Yes. When we return, along with the bizarre file and more, we'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. We, if you just tuned in, uh, we, we made the unfortunate <laughs> announcement. Uh, to Casey, we ruined a, uh, a big surprise that we had planned. Yeah. Uh, my quote-unquote big uh, personal announcement was not about me at all. Uh, everybody knew this on our show except for Casey, but we were going to send him on a, uh, a trip that he's always wanted to take. There was a driving trip across the country from here to Los Angeles. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, per Dr. Mike's recommendations, he still needs to wait a little bit longer before doing something like that out of safety's sake because we were going to send him along with Chuck, and if Chuck had gotten sick uh, part of the way through the trip, it just wouldn't have been worth it. It would not have been worth it. Uh, yeah, Because, you know, my wife is just getting over COVID, and she was, it really kicked her ass. Yeah, yeah. And that happens where you're out on the road. Yep. It just makes things really, really complicated. So we pulled the plug on it. We just made the last-minute decision, and uh, but but I'm happy that we've decided to announce it on air and tell Casey that the plan was on. I mean, we were gonna, he was going to leave... Like, now. Like, he was going to get in the car and go now and hit the road, and we were going to stay in touch with him all the way to Friday when he was going to up in L.A. But it, it's now put it out there, and we are going to achieve this, and it will be easier rather than keeping it a secret because we had to loop his family in. We had to loop our management in. We had to loop Subaru and, and uh, yeah. all these people. We had right. these behind-the-back meetings and so on. <laughs> what were you so going to do with my car in the parking lot? Uh, we were going to find Sell a way it. to get it home. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was part of the reason why your wife was going to have to come over. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, your wife. So we 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 brought that. Like, everything. I think we actually 
put so much planning and work into it. I was surprised that we figured we were going to pull it off, and then you went and got sick. Yeah, yep. well, I'm curious to see, Preston, what people thought your big reveal was going to be today. Ooh, what yeah. did you think? Casey what? thought I was going to have grandkids. Be a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Preston's like, thank God it's not that. Yeah, how would that have happened? My daughter's only 15. <laughs> you have two sons. Well, it's true too. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, anyhow. That would have been wild. That would have been wild. Yeah. All right, um, nonetheless, uh, we will make this happen. Yes. Casey's big adventure. Right. It will take place at some point. Uh, but we need to uh, take care of business. We need to do the Bizarre file. So, Jason, fire it up. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Sequoia Outback. And you can save on decking, railings, grills, and patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale, which is going on now on Route 309 in Hatfield or at decksupplies.com. So, a Florida man who was released from prison on Wednesday after serving an eight-year prison sentence for a 2013 bank robbery decided to rob another bank one day after his release. Oh I just God. love it. I just love robbing banks. Uh, According to the Orange County Sheriff's Office, Timothy Jones walked into Truist Bank and demanded $150,000 in $150 bills. I'm trying to start a new life. And that if he did not receive the money, he would shoot a banker. That's wrong. Afterwards, uh, deputies said he forcibly took a car and fled the area. Authorities wouldn't say how much money they believe he made off with. Deputies say they believe it's possible that Jones ditched the car and is traveling by bus. However, the car has not been found. He's still on the run. Wow. They have not found the dude. This was last week. So this might, maybe he's finally got good at it. You know, there's some people, and as depicted in Shawshank, where they'll get out and they want to get back in because they're, they're unfamiliar. Maybe this this guy's story. No, I, I don't know. He's, uh, wouldn't he have just stopped and <clears throat> let him grab him? I don't know. Yeah, so. I, I don't know how those crazy guys think. They are looking for him. So uh, two arrests were announced Friday in connection with a theft ring that targeted hardware stores in at least three counties and their local. Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele said... That 67-year-old Joseph Paella and 49-year-old Penelope McLean both face a number of charges. The pair allegedly used a network of people to steal from Lowe's and Home Depot stores in Montgomery, Lehigh, and Berks County. Those bastards. Uh, the investigation began in December when Lower Potts Grove Police determined that uh, recent retail thefts in the area were not isolated acts, but instead were being committed by a network of individuals. And authorities say Paella and McLean were the leaders of the ring. Paella would allegedly use social media or text messages to provide shopping lists of desired merchandise to a group of individuals that had substance substance use disorder. Wow. And they would go out and steal this stuff and give it to him, and then he would sell it off. So and, he was posting shopping lists yeah. for them to... Wow. And then at one point, the two main defendants made more than $50,000 in one day's sale of stolen items at a mud sale. Not for anything, but what kind of discount were these guys providing? <laughs> so they've been busted, and uh, they are being held right now facing these charges. A British Columbia music teacher who saw a bear lurking outside of the school where he works managed to drive the animal away by playing the trombone. Tristan Clausen, a music teacher. Okay, 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 I'll leave. Uh, I hate the trombone. A music teacher at St. John's Academy said that he was alerted to the presence of a bear sniffing around the wooden structure that houses the trash cans outside the school. Clausen said another teacher attempted to scare the bear away by banging on a door and he said, well, I thought I could do better than that. And I reached for my trombone and went outside. You know what? I have a drum kit at home. A video recorded by a student shows the bear becoming startled by Clausen's playing and hurriedly leave the area. 
Uh, Clausen said he had a lot of attention in my direction and was figuring out what to do and decided discretion was the better part of valor, and I'm trying not to take it personally. But that would make sense. Those things are loud as hell. They're very loud. Got out there and scared him away. All right, how about... There's one that I have to get to, gang, here. How about this? I'm going to put this delicately, even though there's very little way to do it. (laughs) A Florida driver distracted by receiving intimate services from his passenger (laughs) lost track of his surroundings and crashed head-on into a FedEx delivery vehicle in Fort Lauderdale on Thursday, resulting in injuries to his private area. Wow. By mouth. Okay. The man and woman were northbound in an SUV when the driver apparently became distracted by his passenger's performance, crossed the center line, striking the delivery van as it was traveling southbound. Neither occupant of the FedEx vehicle was injured. The only package harmed was the one being attended to. I get it. Uh, in the passenger of the SUV, by the passenger of the SUV. Aerial footage of the aftermath showed both SUV occupants being treated at the scene. Put uh, that cooking. Go ahead. Pants around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pants around their ankles. Other reports indicate that the driver and his passenger were both injured in the collision, which happened while the deed was being done. Despite suffering perhaps the most predictable consequence in the world, the driver appears to have gotten lucky twice over, and the resulting injuries were not reported to be reproductively catastrophic. You remember the world according to Garb, right? It's similar to that. that. Only it didn't get bitten all the way off. I think that's how uh, Teddy Pendergrass ended up in a wheelchair. I thought you were going to say Teddy Roosevelt. No, not Teddy Roosevelt. That's a rumor. Teddy Pendergrass? Was that he was in a vehicle receiving such uh, intimacies? No, I'm fairly certain, Kathy, that that that's how it happened. That's how the car crash happened in the first place. Maybe you're right, but I heard that... I want your story. He was, uh, and I believe he was driving like on Lincoln Drive or he was was in Philly when it happened uh, and that's how he lost control of the car. I, let's. Uh, we but need if, to investigate. That. If I'm wrong, let me know. It, it'll be part of Kathy investigates. Yes, that's what I have to investigate. Uh, yeah. Teddy the oral edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight we examine sex that resulted. Actually, it's a result of as a as a result of oral sex. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One last story. Pennsylvania State Police. I always wanted to be an investigative reporter. <laughs> Pennsylvania State Police say someone broke into a Lewis Township home on May 20th and stole a bag of pierogies. No. Yes. The press release. This is T's. Stated troopers are looking for a suspect who stole a five-pound bag of Mrs. T's pierogies from the victim's residence and caused ten dollars worth of damage to the victim's drive. I only eat Mr. D's. Yes. (laughs) Um. Wow. That's just low. I mean, come on. Burn the place down, but Uh, don't take the pierogies. According to state troopers, the burglary took place the morning of May twentieth. And this investigation... Where the lack is touched or... No. ...is ongoing. Nobody touched the lackeys. They're good to go. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, two things are going to happen. Uh, we're going to talk to a guest we love chatting with anytime we come to Subaru. And we're also going to make an announcement about something very important that ties right into this Subaru live broadcast. Right. Uh, we would like to welcome the man. He's the head honcho here, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Tom Dole is yeah. here with us this morning. Hi, Preston and Steve and gang. How you guys doing? Wonderful. Great welcome to see back. you. Welcome back. Again, sir, wonderful to see you. And uh, for those, remind us of your title here at Subaru of America. If well, really, they call me the president and CEO, <laughs> but really, they're the ones that do all the work. Oh, right, yes. right, yes. But you're, you're a figurehead. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> president and CEO. And you've been in that position for how long now, Tom? Well, geez, I've, I got this position probably like in 2006, 2007. Wow. So, yeah, it's been a while. 
Wow. Well, it's obviously working out, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, up until the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. Last couple of years, it threw a couple of, a couple um, of stuff of uh, yeah, but you curveballs our way. You yeah. guys persisted, though. Yeah, then, you know, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a, a testament to what you guys do over here and to the brand in general. Well, we're working working through it. You know, every time we think we're ahead a little bit, then we fall two steps backwards. Like this China thing with the COVID shutdowns there. Right. Has really affected our supply chains. Right. You never think of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you do, but we don't. <laughs> well, like years and years, I had always heard about the brand loyalty when it comes to Subarus. And as a Subaru driver now, I totally get it. I totally understand the brand loyalty. Like, I'm driving an Outback, have been for the past few years. going to be three years in September. It's my favorite car I've ever owned. Well, when you, once you drive the car and you see the all-wheel drive, how it works, you know, how it can protect you in an accident, you can make mistakes while driving and recover from it in our vehicle versus some other car. You wouldn't be able to do it. I got a kick out of your, your guy in Florida there mm-hmm. before I came on. <laughs> he was driving a Subaru, maybe something else. Dude, right? <laughs> have you yeah, guys, lane assist. Have you guys thought about that? <laughs> yeah. Another angle, another marketing angle. It is our new oral about, right? assist feature. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, that might work. Yeah. I, I said, that's something, we gotta, that's something we really have to think about. So Our engineers working on that. I love it. I love it. Sales. Well, I mean, listen. Oral assist. You get. You know, it, it beeps when you when you're leaving your lane. It lets you know. Listen, that, it's all oh, that stuff. No, joke people a lot louder, maybe. Uh, Tom, I am also an Outback driver, and uh, but I can't stop looking at the car that's directly behind you, the black EV. Uh, and uh, yeah. I've been studying this Solterra for a while because I think it's going to be my next car purchase. Uh, so, um, and I know that uh, it's a little delayed in, in the release of the the new vehicle. But tell our listeners a little bit about how great that car is. Oh, it's fan- well, it's typical Subaru, right? It's got it's got the all wheel drive. It's got all of the safety features that we're known for uh it's gonna it's it's perfect for riding around town and on the highway i, I had it last weekend or memorial day holiday and i i really enjoyed my time with it but it it, it goes but it's meant for, to be, be taken off road oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can really take that vehicle off road right right and, and and really do all the things that you can do in a normal outback or Which a forest or any one of our cars to be honest with you yeah it's terrific Excellent. What what do you what's your personal favorite to drive? Or do you, when when they come out and they're brand new, do you get out and take a run? I mean, you're the president and CEO. You're a busy man, but do you get the chance to drive all the brand new vehicles when they come in? Of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Don't yeah, you? I, get, I get first crack at them. Do you and Matt ever race in the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> race for I'm not a racer. Yeah. In fact, I'm probably the best one here in terms of fuel economy. If you want to get the highest fuel economy, just kind of <laughs> on my ascent, for example, I'm getting 26.2 miles per gallon, and that's between highway and city driving. Okay, but you're not that's pretty darn good. You're not driving insufferably slow, are you? You're, you're no, driving. no, I, I, no, no, I don't drive him. No, don't listen to Peanut Gallery. They, they don't. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I drive responsibly. That's not it. That way. Yeah, yeah. I'm a responsible driver. Uh, How many people uh, roughly are employed uh, here at Subaru of America? Roughly in this headquarters, we've got about 1,100 or so on any given on any given day. Whether they come around all around the country, we probably got close to 15 or 1,800. We got a factory in Indiana where we've got close to 5,000 associates that manufacture the the legacy Outback uh, vehicles that we produce in present ascent. The one thing that permeates everything is that, it, and honestly, this is not blowing smoke. You care about the uh, the employees. Everything around here is is designed to make everybody have a good work experience, and then also on a larger scale, everyone is invested in walking the walk, <clears throat> which is what we're celebrating. What you guys do for Camp Out for Hunger, which makes all the difference in the world, is the the amount of charities that you touch and the charity outreach of Subaru is astonishing. It's kind of set the standard. 
that other car companies are trying to emulate. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a local guy. I went to school locally at Villanova. Sorry about Jay Wright, though. I'm, yeah. I was I was actually stunned that uh, Jay retired. I didn't. I thought he'd be a couple of more years out myself. Yeah. But uh, I had a I had a um, an Augustinian monk uh, back in the day who said, you know, you want what you want to do in life is you want to be remembered for something. Mm-hmm. And so when I got this role, I decided once we once we achieved a certain level of success. We wanted and we needed to give back to our local communities, not just where we are, but we're also where our retailers work right. as well, to make their communities better and, and so forth. And that was the whole start of this whole love promise thing and making sure that we give back to our local communities. And it makes us feel good, but it also makes us feel part of the local community as well. Right. To know that we're doing good all over the country. It's fabulous. You know, I don't know if they told you or not, or if Matt mentioned it earlier. But just through last year, we've donated over $227 million to national and hometown charities. And now most of that money, 75% of it, goes back into the local communities where it does its maximum good. It's amazing. It is. And when you go to these, when you go to these check presentations and the people get up there and, you know, we, we, you know, we're a car company and like everybody's, we throw millions of dollars around like they're quarters, right? But you give somebody a check for 50,000, 70,000, a hundred thousand dollars. It's, it's a massive impact that you're making. And it really does make the hair on the back of your neck stand up when you think about the impact that we're having. Yeah, it's great. It, it absolutely is great. And we, we love the partnership. And uh, again, it has to happen for the rest of time. Well, we like we like the partnership, too. We like having you back here. Yes. Oh, we love yeah, being yeah. back yeah. here. Uh, what's your favorite thing to grab when we uh, when we come broadcast as far as food goes? Because they've got some Nutella strawberry pizzas. Over. What? <laughs> oh, they're yeah. They're, well, you know, I'll tell you what. They really upgrade the menu when you guys come in. Yeah. <laughs> really? We, we really have to. It's uh, not like this all the time, is it? Well, it, it is to certain. Extent, right, right. But not, but not like it is with you guys. They start I, showing off. Yeah. yeah, they they do. Yeah. I just love how <laughs> like this sustainability uh, when when you come here. It's it, it just. You know, and maybe I don't. You can talk about that, but you you come here and you make it easy for your employees to uh, care about the planet while they're here. Well, you know, in our manu- it all started at our manufacturing facility in Indiana, where I think it was back in like two thousand three, two thousand four. We were the first auto manufacturer whose manufacturing facility was zero landfill. So that means nothing goes out of that plant that goes into a landfill. It either gets recycled, reused, or repurposed. It's pretty wild. It's the same thing here. So you see, notice all of the things that we've got around that recycles everything. It really is incredible what we've been able to accomplish. But, again, that's the people that the engineers, the, the product people that make sure that how we receive things in all comes in and, and notice we that can that recycle it. The 100-foot Matt Ritter statue in the parking lot <laughs> uh, is all made of sod, which is amazing. <laughs> you yeah. noticed, Steve, huh? Well, they got the knuckles right with the grass. Yeah, yeah they got the, the extra hairy zoysia grass on there. <laughs> and to make it realistic, it's pretty amazing. Uh, no, you guys walk the walk. It's it's smart. It's thoughtful. It's uh, it's everything that you, that you want a company to be, and it starts at the top. Yes. So, well, I'm lucky I've got a great team here that, that executes. You know, it's one thing. As I say all the time, it's one thing maybe to have the idea or the concept, but it really takes the people to execute, and yep. they're the ones really that deserve all the credit. Awesome. Well, yes, thank yes, you. yes, yes. Give yes. yourself a round of applause. That's awesome. And- Excellent. Well, listen, since we have Tom here, uh, we have an announcement that we're going to make real quick, and we're excited since uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Does this have to do with Nick going across the country? <laughs> no, this is not. This is, this I mean, that would have been a real punch in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> this is legitimate. We are here to announce it's the save the date of the Camp Out for Hunger 2022. So we are excited to announce that we'll be back at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex November 7th through the 11th. Oh! So that is it. Yay, yay. 
We, uh, I, I think it was, it was it last year that we did it a little bit early? It yeah. was right, it started right after Halloween. Yep, the day November after. 1st. Uh, we, we were able to get a better situation this year that falls, right, I think, right in the pocket. Yep. And it'll be great. So November 7th through the 11th, and your donations are needed to help fill abundance, of course, their mission to drive hunger from our community. And the information will be up shortly at WMMR.com. You can go to WMMR.com slash campout. But go ahead and mark that in your calendar. And if you want to get started on your food drives way early, you can certainly do that. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I saved a couple of waffles. I'm going to donate them. All right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's perfect, Kate. Steve, I called you. <laughs> yeah, you know, Preston, Steve, what you, what you do is fantastic. And, and this year, more importantly, because of what's happening with food prices and so forth yeah, around yeah. the country. Right. So this, it's more – these donations this year are needed just like they were during the – the pandemic, but even more so now. No, I, I guarantee you. And Philip Bunnins obviously does a fantastic job, but I, I can't imagine the uphill battle they're facing with all this going on. Absolutely. So it's going to be, we always say it, but we have a feeling we're going to be in for some uh, some tough going this time around. Yep. Unfortunately. All right. So November 7th through the 11th, shot that down. I'm sure we will see our friends at Subaru. Tom, it is great to see you again. Thank yeah. You and thanks, thanks so much for coming in. Absolutely. Always great to have you here. You're welcome back anytime. President we'll and it. CEO of Subaru of yeah. America, Tom Dahl. <laughs> And on that note, we'll take a break. And we'll come back in a moment. We are here live at Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey. Stay with us. Returning shortly. It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. Of blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Fred and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice, not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. We just made an announcement a few minutes ago. We had Tom Dahl on, who is the president and CEO of Subaru of America. And we revealed the details of our Save the Date for Camp Out for Hunger 2022. I know it's June, and we're already talking about Camp Out for Hunger, but we're happy because we have sewn up the dates uh, that we will do it this year. And uh, we are headed back, of course, to Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex, where we'll be near Xfinity Live. We'll still be broadcasting from our own little setup outdoors. Uh, But it's going to be November 7th through the 11th. Excellent. I think one year, didn't we do it even before uh, before Halloween? No. no. We didn't no. do that? No. We did it, that, like, the well, day got, after yeah. or something. Right, last year. Last, last year, year was, was the day so after. Directly the day after. That felt a little too early. Right. And uh, we've, we've moved it to uh, essentially a week past that, and I think that hits right in the zone. It seems so. so yeah. it will be October, or no, not October, no, no, November. Well, November's the new October. 7th through the 11th. <laughs> and uh, you can go to WMMR.com and uh, get some of the details. Uh, I just saw uh, Lori Jones, who is here from yeah. Phil Abundance. Yes. She's the head honcho. Yeah. We got a whole bunch uh, of So very happy to see her here this morning. And, of course, Phil Abundance is what it is all about in feeding our community. So we'll get ready for that. Uh, but in the meantime, this wouldn't be 
the live broadcast of Subaru if we didn't meet some of the employees and yes. say hello to them and maybe play a little game or something. These are the people that make it happen. Yeah, they're the people in your neighborhood. Absolutely. The people that you meet each day. The people who are looking over your hedges when you're getting undressed tonight. Uh, so hey, I'd what? like to, and, and we have two teams that are going to play against each other in this little game, which I'll tell you about in a moment. But first, we will meet uh, team number one, who is uh, Beth and Denise. Yay. We'd like to welcome them. And is this Beth or Denise? I do not know. Who are you? This is Beth. This is Beth. Hi, Beth. How you doing? I'm good. What do you yeah. do here at Subaru? I work in the legal department. Oh, really? Senior okay. administrative professional. Ooh. Senior oh. administrative professional. That's a pretty uh, lofty sound. That's a real sounding title. Pastor, whenever you say describe what you do... What do you say? Like I, I am on, I'm on radio, or like, oh, there's, there's, uh, there's no definitive. Like I that's know. a definitive legal. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> in, in fact, you almost shudder in fear. When it's you like hear, a pretend job when you hear that. Yeah. What? What? That's it, a real job. What is that in layman's terms? What do you do? <laughs> she doesn't oh, even know. Thinking about it, she's like going. I, uh, when your bosses are. Is it boring or is it fun? It's fun. Okay. okay. Yeah, I work with some of the lawsuits in the department. Okay, <laughs> lawsuits are always a hoot. Fair enough. (laughs) All right, so that's Beth, and then this is Denise over here. How you doing, Denise? I'm great. Wonderful. What is your job here at Subaru? I am an accountant. Ah. Okay, and where did you go to school for that, may I ask? Uh, Right down the street at Rutgers. Oh, Oh. nice. So this is no big, this is, you're you're familiar with the area then? Yes. Excellent. You're a Jersey gal? You live in New Jersey? I live, yes. Okay, and how long have you been with Subaru? Uh, 34 years. 34 years. That's awesome. Yes. Man, uh, were you at the other location, I guess, uh, Subaru of America as well? Yes. Nice. Excellent. What's yeah. what's new and hot in the world of accounting? Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. It's kind, kind of, of the same. But there's also comfort in a droning monotony, right? That's very yeah. true. Oh my God, I took, I took, any of you guys take accounting? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my, my, God. my mathematical skills, no, oh. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm horrible. <laughs> I would be losing companies millions and billions of dollars. I had, I had the worst teacher ever because the way he would speak he would he he would um uh how can was i say it like ben stein no it was it, but his it, the way his and and uh, teachers have their own little delivery and right his was like he would start kind of quiet and he would say and then you take the list and you take the debits and you put them <laughs> in the credits <laughs> and, and it, it, i kid you not and like everything was that way it was like so there's like an implied you son of a bitch at the yeah. end yeah, yeah like he hated his job oh that's not good us. i know that's, that's why i hate yeah. accounting yeah, I had a sociology professor who would, he had a really deep voice, and he would go, any questions, comments, observations? I love that guy. Bill Wesson. Bill Wesson. Wesson. Yeah. Yeah. Observations. All right, so Beth and Denise are team one. Team two, we have, this is Megan. How you doing, Megan? Well, how are you? Wonderful. What's on your shirt here? It says, I'm not a miracle maker. Who is that? I'm a second guesser. Micro- this is our senior vice president of sales, <laughs> Jeff uh, Walters. That's really? great. I'm not a micromanager, it says. Oh, I am a second guesser. That's great. I love it. Uh, What is your job here? I am the fleet operations supervisor in the fleet sales department. Oh, wow. Fleet manager or fleet? Operations supervisor. Operations supervisor. I supervise things. Wow. Okay. When you have a fleet at your... uh, That's my favorite enema. At your back, you go, oh, (laughs) fleet is. Yeah. It's a good one. That's right. 
That's when you the, think enemas, you the think... The only enema I use is fleet. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. It's like the Kleenex of enemas. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Megan, how long have you been in that position? We'll jump past the enema. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only two months, but I've been with Subaru 11 years. Oh, Excellent. what was your former position? Marketing, customer service, uh, market development, a couple other departments. Look at this. As people okay. say a long time, that boat that says good things about Subaru, yeah. but then again, we already knew that. Yep. All right. And Megan, who's this next to you? What's this guy's name? Lou Papa. All right, Lou. How are you doing, Lou? I'm good. Nice. What's your What's your gig here, Lou? I am a distribution operations analyst. Okay. So I work under Matt. Okay. All right. And and it's Steve. You ask when you know, people say what they do, and then somebody rattles off something like that, and I go, Oh, oh. Yeah. I have no I idea don't what, know that what that means. <laughs> but we found out that many cases they don't know what it means. So that's cool too. Yeah. I think he has the coolest name of all the contestants. So Lou Papa. That's a great yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a professional baseball player. Yeah, Lou Papa. Shortstop. Papa. Papa. Now batting for the Phillies, Lou Papa. Yep. Uh, Did you ever have uh, your sights on being a professional athlete, (laughs) Lou Papa? Uh, Actually, surf competitive. Papa. You surf? Like, not surfed, but surf? You currently? Currently surf competitively. Competitively? Really? Where do you do that? Uh, from Atlantic City to Cape Mays for our districts, and then we go, uh, I pretty much go all over the world. That's pretty cool. I qualify. So. All right, so from Atlantic City to Cape May, which beach is the best to surf? Ooh. Atlantic City. No. Okay, really? so, yeah, Jackson, I think, goes there all the time as well. Have you okay. ever caught a wave from Atlantic City to Cape May? <laughs> is that conceivable? I wish. What's the one? What's the one in Point Break? It's the uh, the big wave of the uh, the uh, the fifty Bell's storm, yeah, right? Yeah, fifty yeah. year storm in Bell's yeah. Point, Australia. Yeah, Umunga Cowabunga from down under. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but um, a lot of sharks there. You don't want to go. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So and there's a. Oh, sorry. There's a, the, a uh, surf-only beach in Ocean City, which I went for the first time. You can't actually go on the sand? No, 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 but you can't swim. Oh. 7th Street. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You can yeah. only surf Well, 7th Street uh, Surf Shop, that's, like, uh, famous down there. Oh. Mm. I uh, was telling Casey, so uh, we go to Wildwood Crest, and uh, there's a surfing beach right there by where we are. And I told Casey, I'm like, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to try surfing out, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to get out there, man, you know, and, and mix him with the with the regular surfers and be this outliner. And, and Casey goes, dude, I don't think War Child is going to be out surfing Wildwood Crest. So I think you're okay. You're okay. Well, let me ask you, yeah. would, would, would the newbies, do they get razzed a bit if they're on the beach? Or, I mean, you know, do you have to go through a rite of passage? Uh, we generally leave beginners alone. Okay. We, we don't mess with people too much unless you, you've been there for a while. All right. You know, go out there and cut their leash and, uh, you know, no? No. Uh, track them down later on, have a fight with them on the beach? <laughs> no, no. There's too do you guys ever put on masks of old presidents and Rob Banks? How many days a week do you surf? Uh, it depends. If there's waves, I'll drive down every day after work. Wow. Oh, wow. That's oh. commitment. Are you ready to do that, Preston? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm on board 100%. Wait, Lou, are you, are you related to Gary Papa? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody texted in saying that you were Gary Papa's son, and you look a little like him, so that's why I was asking. I apologize. No, no, no. I'm related to the Papa that worked at Cherry Hill West High School. So oh, that Papa. Ah, yeah, the Cherry Hill West Papa. Papas, yes. Yeah. Actually. All right. Very nice. Do you call your dad Papa Papa by any chance? <laughs> Papa Papa. No. Do you have any kids? Oh, yeah. I have no kids yet. All have right. them call you Papa Papa someday when you have kids, okay? Papa Papa. Pop, pop. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a, uh, we're going to play a contest. Casey, do we have any contest music? Of course we do. looked into that yet, but, uh, okay. We're going <laughs> we're gonna to play a game called Subaru, okay? Now, what the hell does that mean, Subaru? Well, we've broken up the name Subaru into three things. Sue. I'm going to give you clues, by the way, in this game, and you have to name anyone named Sue, Susan, or Suzanne, okay? Ba, 
would be anything pertaining to sheep, va, <laughs> and roo, anything pertaining to kangaroos. Okay, so it could be anything within those realms. So here's how it's going to work. We have in front of us team number one, uh, Beth and Denise. They have a bell in front of them. Uh, could you hit that for me, uh, Denise? Let's hear that real quick. All right, that'll 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 be how they buzz in. And then Megan and Lou, you have that bell. Can you hit that, please? All right, so what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a clue. If you know the answer, hit the bell and then say it. And you guys can do it at any time. Anybody, reach out, hit the bell. Go ahead, knock your partner over if you got to to get to the bell. We're going to do 12. We're going to do two different uh, rounds of this. And you have to answer Sue, Ba, or Rue. That is correct. That's the answer to the question. It's either Sue, Ba, or Rue, okay? And, uh, Nick, I need you to keep score. Okay. And round one, let's do one point. Round two, let's do two points. I like that. We have a chance for everybody to score here. All right, here we go. Remember, buzz in. The answer is either going to be Sue, Ba, or Rue. All right, here we go. Um, What? uh, The first one's wrong? The first one's wrong. I agree. Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, Yeah. Uh, But we'll go with uh, dollar coin. All right. Sue. That is correct. Susan B. Anthony is on a dollar coin. It says $2 bill. That's actually Thomas Jefferson. All right, here we go. Marsupial. Ooh. Lou. Who buzzed in first? I think it was Lou. You think it was Lou? (laughs) Rue. Rue is correct, yes. All right, next we have Cashmere. Oh, all right. Ba? Ba is correct, yes. Three points so far for (laughs) Megan and Lou. We get held Because Cashmere is made with wool. Next, we have Bull Durham. Oh, that was a tie. Yeah, that was a a complete tie. tie. All right, we're going to go to Beth and Denise because they haven't answered one yet. I'm guessing. Rue? No. No. You guys want to buzz in? Sue? Yes. Susan. What the hell was that? That was my extra bell. (laughs) Susan Sarandon is, yes, that is correct. All right, next we have, is it Sue, Ba, or Rue? Dolly. Ooh, go ahead. Yes, because, because, why do you think? Yes, Bob. Very good. I'm just testing you. All right, Beth and Denise, well done. All right, next is, this is a really hard one, Robert Conrad. Ooh, yes. Bob. Yes, because, because of what? Bah. <laughs> I mean, bah. That's all you need, man. He was on a show called Baba Black Sheep. Yes. Uh, and there it is. Bah. Thank you, Megan. Yeah. All right, we just have uh, f- a bunch to go. Here we go. <laughs> we just have a bunch. Now, we only have just a bunch to go. All right. <laughs> Joey. All right, let's uh, Beth and Denise. Rue. Rue is correct. Yes, a baby kangaroo. All right, next is Mutton. All right, and that's Megan. Rue? No. All right, uh, Beth and Denise. Bah. Yes, it's meat made from sheep. All right. Sheep meat. Next we have Pouch. Ah, yes. Uh, Beth and Denise. Rue. Yes, that is correct. All right. A boy named... <laughs> Sue. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Lou. Who said that? There was like a bunch Johnny of Cash. It was Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he got it. He knows. The guy surfs for Christ's sake. He knows Johnny Cash. <laughs> All right. And then the last one for round one, Queensland. All right, Lou. Rue. Yes, that's correct. It's in Australia. And that is the end of round one of Sue Baru. Nick, do we have a score? Megan and Lou with seven points. Beth and Denise with four points. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So round two, two points each. And this will determine our winner. We Don't have... forget you're playing for a condo in Florida. No. 
No. Am I wrong on that? No, you're wrong on that. It's oh, a I'm pair sorry. of uh, Phillies tickets. Phillies, oh, Phillies right. Diamondbacks. Uh, the game is this Saturday. Well, that's even. <laughs> Who is that? That was me. Yeah. That's even better. A condo in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just two. wanted to make it sound big. Round two of Subaru for you. Here we go. All right. Boil. Go ahead, Megan or Lou. Sue. Yes, that's yes. correct. Yes. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. From uh, American Idol. Or no, no, American Idol. Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> she's, she's the old woman. Yeah, yeah the, the old, ugly, the old ugly woman. Yeah. Crap. She sing, sings opera. Yes. Yeah. All right, next Very one. Very unpleasant looking. Next one. Here we go. That's two points for them, by the way. All right, Lucci. Lucci. All right, go ahead. Beth or Denise? Sue. Yes. Yes. Susan Lucci. She was a uh, uh, soap children. opera actor, yes. right? Yes. All my children. America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next is Counting. Ooh. Bah. Who was it? Uh, well, Lou just answered anyway, so there you go. Yeah, that's correct. Bah. Counting sheep. Remember, it's Sue Ba-Ru. <laughs> next clue. Use. Yes. Bah. Yes, that's correct. Excellent. Get two points. Uh, let's see. Next we have, wow, all right, Diploma. Hmm. Diploma. Hmm. I don't know this one. Go ahead. What you got, Megan? Sue? No. You guys want to bu- buzz in? Guess? There's no penalty. It's either Ba or Rue, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> Which one do you want to go with? 50-50. Okay, hit the bell. They hit the bell first. Okay. Ah. Ba is correct. Yes. Ah! Because diplomas are made on sheepskin. Oh. They are? You've heard the old sheepskin? I'm not familiar with <laughs> that. Right? All right, next we have a mob. All right, go ahead, Lou. Roo. Yes, you yes! could call a group of kangaroos. <laughs> That's what my fun fact site about kangaroos said. He's a smart surfer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> next we have duplicitous wolf. <laughs> All right, Lou. Bah. Correct. A wolf in sheep's clothing. You are nice. Two points for you guys. All right. We're playing Sue Baru. Here's the next one. Boxing. Lou. Rue. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes they have boxing uh, kangaroos. All right. Hunger Games. Yeah, Lou. Rue. No, incorrect. There were no kangaroos in the <laughs> Hunger Games movies. There were the hungry kangaroos. But there's a character, Rue. Huh? Oh, my there God, is. you're right. You know what? I'd give you're it to him. You're getting a point. You, give give a point. you are correct. <laughs> there was a character named Rue. Well done. I think it was in the second movie. Wow. All right. No, it was in the first movie. All right, here we go. It was in one of the movies. Babe. All right, let's go Lou. Ba. Yes, you are correct. All Lou's, right. Lou's killing it. Wallabies. <laughs> Lou. Rue. Yes. Bleat. Ah, yes, we have uh, Beth and Denise. Denise. Ba. Ba is correct. And then the last one is suddenly. This is tough. All right, ladies. Sue. That is correct. Suddenly Susan. My broke tails. Oh, my God. Beth and Denise got the last two points. Let's go to Nick McWayne, the total, and find out who our winners are. It's close, I know. Preston. It's a new world record. What? <laughs> a, new. a new world record with 23 points. Megan and Lou are our winners. Yay! Subaru. And that is how you do it.
Casey, where do they win besides uh, the, fly, uh, the condo in Florida? We, we can't give them the, as it turns out, we don't have the condo to give away. Okay. But for each of you, we have a pair of tickets to see the Phillies and the Diamondbacks on Saturday. This Saturday at 4.05 plus field passes for the post-game concert with the Avid Brothers. And you can get tickets at phillies.com. How about that? Congratulations. Hey! That's here for And thank you to Beth and Denise as well. We appreciate it. You guys can... Head on back down into the crowd, and you can grab yourself something to eat, which, by the way, uh, I've been getting something to eat every single break. Have you? Is it yes. your commitment to this? I had a, uh, I started off with a pastry of some sort, Ooh, yeah. and uh, then I had a breakfast pizza. Wait, is that the Nutella? Uh, no, no, that's a uh, that's a different kind of pizza. That, that's the strawberry Nutella pe- pizza, but the breakfast pizza had uh Eggs and and uh, veggies and this kind of thing, and those kinds yeah, of I things, bacon and the crust and the yeah. kind of things that you would put on the pizza. And then I had a biscuit and grits. So my predator would eat with the pizza. Am I alone? Am I the only one on the show that likes uh, locks on a bagel? Yes. I, no, yeah. I, I like them. But that's what, uh, Bill, that's what Bill says. What? <laughs> that you're the only one. Alone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bill says that. Oh, Dude, he's I don't trust him. Don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I don't like onions on my locks and bagel though. It just uh, I go tomato. Uh, thinly sliced cucumber, lox, plain bagel. No capers? No capers. I'm not a caper guy. I saw one of the saddest things, and it's one of the things that we could all commiserate with, Preston, and you. it happened to you. You just got your first run at breakfast, and you were walking back, and part of it fell. I dropped it. Oh, no. It's like when you you get your ice cream cone from the ice cream guy. Wow, yeah. Turn around, you're heading back up the sidewalk, and and one of the scoops falls. That happened to you today? It happened today. Oh, was it? You know what happened to me today? I was going to drive across the country. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Uh, I got sick. Yeah, got COVID. Couldn't couldn't go. Uh, yeah, that's, we were, that's similar. As a, as a, a bonus though to us yeah. is that you're able to be here for this broadcast. Yeah, it's very important. Right. I know it's because you have not seen people in a long time. You, was, you were, that really makes up for it, doesn't? Yeah. It? yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, being with you guys definitely helps. I was. Uh, you, you don't realize how like stir crazy you're going, right? You know, until until like, you shave your nipples off, <laughs> <laughs> like in the wall. Yeah. Uh, so you you piqued my interest with uh, biscuits and grits. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so can we wrap this up? Yeah, I think we'll take a break. <laughs> You're the one talking. Uh, I think we'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment, and uh, we'll see what else we can get into here at Subaru of America. Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey. So make sure you stay with us. This is uh, Camp Out for Hunger Love. We'll be back in just a moment, friends. Stay put. The free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app, making your smartphone a little dumber. Uh, real quick, I got this uh, wonderful letter, uh, a shout out for somebody, if you don't mind. Uh, I thought this was a lot of fun, and this is from Allison Craig. Uh, and Allie says, uh, good morning, Yip. My journey with the President and Steve show started as a kid because my dad always had your show playing on the radio. Uh, I have many memories of him bursting out laughing uh, whenever, uh, whatever topic you were discussing. Unfortunately, he died when I was 11 years old, and, uh. I, and I stopped listening to the show for a long time. A few years ago, I rediscovered you. And I felt instantly connected to my dad. That's awesome. Uh, Listening to the show has helped me grieve my dad in a way that feels healthy and positive. As I approach my wedding, which is going to be on June 10th, 
Uh, I've been thinking of ways to honor my dad's memory, and I can't think of a better, cooler, or funnier way than a big, juicy shard-out for him. Uh, thank you for all you do. And that's from, like I said, Allie Craig. So a shard-out, please. I thought this was a really sweet story. Yeah, As nice. it turns yeah. out, we've ended up with an additional condominium in Florida. Yeah, wow. and we are going to... And as a wedding gift. <laughs> we're going to hand that over? Yeah, yeah. Aw. No, we're not really. No, we're not. no, we don't have. But we appreciate it. Thanks so much, Case. Hey, real quick. Um, today is Brent Porsche's birthday. Oh, is it? Oh, birthday, Brent. How yeah. did we miss that? I don't know. Any idea how old Brent is? Brent's like a mystery of his age. Yeah, I think he and Marissa. He's so covered in hair, it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Uh, yeah. He and Marissa are pretty close in age, so they're thirty. No, okay. uh, no, he's in his thirties. That's oh, then I know. he's my age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's closer <laughs> to you than Marissa. <laughs> Uh, well, that's cool. Happy birthday to That's Brent excellent. Porsche. You never think of him yeah. having birthdays. No, you don't. No. I always think of him as like a mountain man looking guy. Even when he was seven, we figured he had a full beard and everything. Yeah. Oh, so my he, cousin. No, don't. No, you guys don't. Brent did not look like that. No. I remember in the beginning. No. He was like. What did he look like? Uh, he, well, like when I met him, yeah. when we worked at, um, at, what the heck was it called? Total? NBC 10? No. Total no, it was traffic. traffic. Well, yes, it was, it was NBC 10, but yeah. he worked for the traffic company. I forget yeah, Shadow? This. No. Okay. Keep but going. Traffic.com. Anyway, uh, uh, yes, but then it turned into something else. Pornhub.com. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? Uh, yes, he was. No, he had had short hair. Um, yeah. And he used to wear like yeah, like button up shirts to work. And, really? Yeah, it was completely different. And I remember the transformation at the station, and I was like, oh no, this guy's a rock. You know, like that wasn't really him. Yeah, it was the rock. It was the rock. But have you yeah. noticed he actually he is uh, still hairy, Steve? But he's kind of trimmed it up a little bit. Oh, I have not noticed that. Yeah, All I right. noticed at the MM barbecue. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Uh, have Happy birthday to our Happy buddy, birthday. Mr. Brent Porsche. And uh, real quick, we'd like to welcome a friend to the microphones here. She is the head honcho at Phil Abundance. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Lori Jones. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Subaru family. Nice to see you again, Lori. How are you? I am absolutely thrilled to be here. What a great day. Yeah, we're having a good time. This company is amazing. Uh, they do so many great things uh, besides Camp Out for Hunger, but we're so excited that they continue to be such huge supporters of that event. You know, we really are. They definitely spread the love to people who are food insecure across this region. We're so grateful to them. We were talking about that. And we're talking, obviously, that a lot of people are facing just in general issues because of the rising costs of stuff and and the inflation or, you know, everything that's driving everything. Uh, And so uh, what has what kind of extra weight and burden has that placed on Phil Abundance? You know, more and more people, again, are coming to our food pantries looking for help. Um, and more and more people who actually have day jobs. Yeah. The reality is with the gas prices and the food supply issues, they're finding it harder and harder to put food on the table. Okay, yeah. And we've talked about long t- for a long time, for years, the, the, the term the working poor, people who are trying to figure out how to budget to put food on the table. And that's only this exacerbating the issue now. So we're kind of putting out everything we can in advance. President half-jokingly said, start your food drives now. But that's... That's probably a good idea because we really, really need to make this. We always hate to say this one needs to be it. But I'd, I'd have to say there's a unique and uh, very um, disturbing so- sort of storm involving acquisition of food this year that might make it very problematic. So I think that's right. You know? I mean, we know and what you and your listeners and companies like Subaru have done really stepped up during COVID when we saw the increase in food um, insecurity. But now we're seeing it's even worse. Okay. Um, and so we definitely want people to start now um, <laughs> yeah. to support us and support people who are food insecure in our region. And those who are insecure, they can go to maybe 
nashvilleabundance.org to find out how to get some assistance. That's right. Visit our website. Chances are there's a pantry, a food bank right in your neighborhood, right in your block. So, um, and there's dignity in that. I mean, all yes. of us at some point have had to ask for help. Everybody. And so we make sure that people get food in a way that's, it's healthy food, it's food that they would like in a way that's dignified. Yeah. And if you've helped someone in the past, allow someone to help you now. You know what that's I mean? Right. That's, there's no shame in that whatsoever. That's exactly right. Well, uh, we were excited to hear uh, Tom Dahl, uh, the president and CEO of Subaru, and we were off air. He's like, oh, we're going to win this again this year. I we're we're going to be the biggest it. donator again. Subaru so. always wins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Subaru. Yeah. They do. <laughs> but that's okay yep. because they encourage other businesses to take a good run of toppling them, you know, and, and that's the cool thing. When Matt and, and the guys said, hey, we want to make sure everyone has a shot at this, yep. just so happens that they, you guys out outperform every year. So. Well, with Matt leading them, I mean, Matt's incredible, right? I don't know where he gets all his energy. So Matt Ritter. it's narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> or caffeine. We'll just say coffee. <laughs> no, it's kind of like Samson. Samson, yeah. yeah. It's the hair on his knuckle. Yeah. The longer he trim that hair. The stronger he is. Yep, he would, yeah. be, uh, he would run out of power altogether. But uh, wonderful. Thank you for coming to the broadcast this morning, and thank you for doing what you guys have done for so long and continue to do. We couldn't do it without you. We really appreciate everything you do. We appreciate Subaru. We appreciate Preston and Steve and WMMR, and we absolutely love Marissa as well. Yeah, yeah. she's the best. Yes, yeah. excellent. Thanks, you guys. All right, thank you, Lori Jones, president of Phil Abundance. We love it. Um, you know what? While we are here, uh, and I do want to remind you that we uh, made the announcement that our Camp Opera Hunger, we have the save the date now, uh, November 7th through the 11th. This is maybe one of the earliest times we've ever had that save the date on the air. Yes. Uh, and this so, is, I think, the er- so now it's the second earliest we've done it, but I think it sits in a good spot because the one thing we want to make sure that we have is a greater access. We're not competing with major sports events all the time, and mm-hmm. that uh, that's a good week for us. Yeah, the venue... Uh, making sure that the availability is here is, right. is uh, kind of what is important and, and drives us to p- p- pick particular dates. So uh, November, November 7th through the 11th, that is when we will be there. So uh, get yourself ready for that. Um, you know what? I did notice a few things. What? That oh. mentioned. What? Yeah, if we if we have a chance. What? Uh, to pass along. I've got the effect ready to go. Oh, thank you. All right. So I've noticed that I have an effect that Rodney gave to me. Let's notice a couple. Notice your notices things so you don't have to. It's what I do. I've it's... noticed the noticer is having a meal every time I go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't blame the noticer because I have a biscuit here that's calling to me that I can't touch or eat because we're on air. Uh, you can, uh, well, I'll give you some time. Are you go giving ahead. me a special dispensation notice? Yeah, I think so. Well, All I'll, right. I'll take it for a moment. You're not just taking a few second breaks. Right. You don't mind. So, a team of researchers have developed, listen to this, an electronic skin that can learn from feeling pain. And could help create a new generation of smart robots with human-like sensitivity. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that great? The, the greater difficulty we have in detecting them, the, the quicker we can get to Cyberdyne and Skynet. Right. But, I mean, so now they'll, they'll sense pain, though. Oh, yeah. So, Our pain is they beat the piss out of us. So I'm wondering with their if, huge robotic claws. If that means we'll be able to, you know, subdue them or, or uh, you know, rule over them with the, the threat of... Is tor- that the idea? Torture and Give pain. them an Achilles heel? Yeah. Uh, so the team... From the University of Glasgow, uh, developed the artificial skin with a new type of processing system based on uh, asynaptic transistors. That's right. Which mimic the brain's neural pathways in order to learn. It's the kind of skin you'd find on your wanky. Yes. <laughs> oh. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. Yeah, so in earlier generations <laughs> of electronic skin... 
that input data would be sent to a computer to be processed. But in the new e-scan, described in the Journal of Science Robotics, uh, instead a circuit is built into the skin and acts as an artificial synapse, right. reducing the input down to a simple spike of voltage whose frequency varies according to the level of pressure applied to the skin, speeding up the process of reaction. So, oh, and the end result provides what besides a robot that can feel that's kind of it for now so so like literally the way they have it set up is this robot will like if if you cause it pain it will it will pull away from you i have a shoehorn that can cry oh okay i I don't know you may want to get that looked at Uh, i don't know why i have that the team (laughs) used the varying output of that voltage spike to teach the skin appropriate responses to simulated pain which would trigger the robot hand to react stop by, by setting... It, it hurts when I do that. I, <laughs> then don't do that. This is the robot telling you this. Uh, by setting a threshold of input voltage... It hurts when I do that. Uh, to cause a reaction, the team could make the robot hand recoil from a sharp jab I, I think in the I, center of its palm. Don't you want your robot army to be impervious to pain? It depends. Are they form? Are they if fighting for me? With us, yes. Yes. If they're against me, I want them to be all sensitive and weepy. They want the pain receptacle uh, receptors. Uh, so they added, uh, "We believe that this is a real step tor- forward in our work towards creating large-scale neuromorphic printed electronic skin." I'm not sure about this. Capable of responding appropriately to stimuli. So the big thing is, we've talked about cybernetics, and we talked about. Uh, uh, robotics, and but when we start to get to the point where we have fully functional androids, right? You know that that's going to be something that uh, oh, yeah. that's that's when we cash it in. Yep. So uh, to build an electronic skin capable of computationally efficient synapse-like response, the researchers printed a grid of, get acne? of 168 yeah. synaptic transistors made from zinc oxide nanowires <laughs> directed on the surface of a flat nano. Flexible plastic surface. Uh, then they connected the synaptic transistor with the skin sensor present over the palm of a fully articulated human-shaped Jesus. robot hand. Imagine your robot not wanting to leave the house because it has a zit on its forehead. <laughs> <laughs> not going anywhere. Uh, so, yeah. So when when the sensor is touched, it registers a change in the electronic resistance, a small change. Uh, corresponds to a light touch. A harder touch causes a larger change. They're making these robots so they can feel and react. Dude, I'm not sure about that. I don't know what the I don't know what the practical. That's what I was asking. Use of that would what, be what? Now you talked about them providing um, robots that don't look human right. that that are sort of more like a benign sort of like dogish style things, right? For senior citizens like yes. companions, yeah. But I don't know about this. I don't I don't like. And and it's not just you know Stephen Hawking and Isaac Asimov right. and, and other people, deep thinkers have wondered about what the purpose of this is for. Right. So machines don't feel pain, obviously, and so they 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 don't have they don't know when to stop, right? And so like that's you have a safe word. No, but well maybe some do, but they don't know when to Salmonella. stop. Salmonella. So, so when. Would, if you had a safe word, would you make it that many syllables? Absolutely. I would make it one syllable. Because I may not be sure that I, I might, you know, pleasure and pain is a, yeah. it's a thin divide. Why, but, do you have an idea of a safe word? No, I just, I figure if I had a safe word, it would be one syllable. <laughs> okay. Just because. Make it easy. Make it way easy. Well, it's, right? it can't be something that you automatically blurt out and you're actually enjoying it. Like, oh, yeah. it can't be yeah. your safe word. No, not like that. But, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be like a kayak because 
what if I don't know how to say that word? Okay. Right, right. You know, k- k- kayak. K- k- well, what would be a one syllable? What would be a good one? Well, couch is uh, one. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Equestrian. Uh, <laughs> That's right. more than one syllable. Sand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm right. out of pia. Grass. Dur- anyway, I was dirigible. making dirigible. <laughs> What's the point you were making? <laughs> dirigible. So um, my theory here is that uh, if a robot or somebody is is, uh, that that is doing some is doing something that is going to cause it to injure itself or right. break, right. it will know to pull back. Right. right so okay. I feel like it's like a fire robot, and it senses. That it's too hot in here because it's mm-hmm. hurting my skin. It's yes. getting hot in this bitch. I'm right. not going to go any further into this fire because I am a fire robot and I need it's to protect Nelly myself. It's Nellybot 2000. Right. right. So right. if you are being intimate with a robot and yeah. they start getting too rough with you, they need to know a word. Dirigible. Yeah. That, see, that's a hard word to say. Not for a robot. Yeah. I would say blimp. Okay. Same thing as a dirigible. Uh, I, 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 to me, I still question if you're going to want a robot that can sense that it's too hot, why not just make it impervious to the heat? Well, if you can't do that, you right. know, maybe it's not called. Maybe it's effect. a Walmart robot. Right. Uh, speaking of robots, uh, this story kind of ties into that. I noticed this one, too. But uh, Taser developer Axon said this week that it's working to build drones armed with the electronic no. stunning weapons that could fly in schools and help prevent the next uh, Uvalde, Sandy Hook, or Columbine. All right, maybe that. Is no, but it's, it's yeah. technology advisors said that that is not a good idea. That no. That is quite dangerous, yes. Uh, the publicly traded company, which thank you, which sells uh, tasers and police body cameras, floated the idea of a new policy drone product last year to its artificial intelligence ethics board. Artificial intelligence ethics. Oh man, a group Again. of well-respected experts in technology, policing, and uh, privacy. And in an interview with the Associated Press, the the founder and CEO Rick Smith said he felt compelled to make the idea public after the uh, mass shooting in uh, Uvalde said that he was catastrophically disappointed in the response by police who didn't move in to kill the suspect after more than an hour. But he stressed that no product has been launched and any potential launch would be down the road. So you've seen a precision, and, and uh, they're, they're pretty fascinating when they take a, a drone and fly it into, like, the hallways or up the steps in a building. Yeah. I mean, they've done – the people who are professionals yeah. and do this – uh, are amazing. No, they're so good. Under yeah. chairs and under tables and all that stuff. For as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, they had a really cool video of a um, drone going through the entire facility. Um, Down narrow hallways yeah. and, and with low headroom, and they, they one shot. It was amazing. Uh, by the way, so uh, the uh, the announcement angered members of the ethics board, some of whom now are likely going to quit in protest. Yeah, but some of those people were just robots with skin that senses things. Uh, oh. Barry Friedman, a New York University law professor who sits on the ethics board, said this particular idea is crackpot. He said drones can't fly through closed doors. The physical properties of the universe of the physical properties of the universe still hold. So unless you have a drone in every single classroom in America, which seems insane, the idea just isn't going to work. So they kind of this kind of nixed this, that one. This is, you're a high tech noticer today. I am yeah. high tech noticing. All right, let's see. This one is uh, not high tech. This is unfortunate, though. Uh, a woman named Ann Turner Cook, whose cherubic baby face was known the world over as the original Gerber baby, oh, passed gosh. away. Yeah. Oh. For some reason, I thought she. Oh, who was? Yes, right? Somebody already died. Is it possible that she's been a zombie for the past couple of years? No, she was 95 years old. And she was the original Gerber baby. The original Gerber baby. Are we thinking maybe Coppertone chick? Or, you know who or... was the Coppertone? It was Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, that was Nell, believe it or not. Yeah, right. Nell as a baby. It, yeah, that's original. why she was eating the copper tone. Copper tone, gal. Got so. it! <laughs> that girl's very upset. Gerber announced Cook's passing in an Instagram post on Friday. The company said, many years before coming, the extraordinary mother, teacher, and writer, her smile and expressive curiosity captured hearts everywhere and will continue to live on as a symbol of all babies. So, so uh, she was the drawing, Steve. I think that there was another baby uh, who's not a baby anymore that passed away That was that was when they started to use actual pictures. Oh, and the, so the original uh, image of the Gerber baby was a drawing, you're right. And, and so that's she this was woman. the model. And then they did switch to a photograph, and that's the one who died. Maybe. Okay, uh, we got to get. No, this says that they've used the photo, this drawing the entire time, the entire. No, but there's the been company. Gerber babies. Are you saying so Kathy baby... is lying? No, 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 no. There's definitely Gerber babies, but maybe not on the. Um, I guess not on the the jars. Or Gerber's something. a funny word. Gerber. Gerber. It's, yeah. like, it's like Gerber. Yeah, it's Gerber. like so, somebody who gerbs is a Gerber. Well, I use Gerb all the time. Gerb is like spitting up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but What's babies that? spit up. What? What's this thing? One who gerbs. Gerb, you yeah. spit. I am a that, Gerber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gerbing is spitting. Yeah, like when you when you talk and and you and uh, spit flies out of your mouth. You gerbed. I have. I gerbed. have never heard that term. Yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, she was five months old when her neighbor artist Dorothy Hope Smith drew a charcoal <laughs> sketch of her. What? Bill is thrilled that Casey's back. Uh, yeah. That that was. Did he make a face? Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. He <laughs> threw his hands up in disgust. Uh, so anyhow, um, Gerber. A charcoal sketch of her that was later submitted for a contest that Gerber was holding. I want to draw your baby. For a national marketing campaign for baby food. The image was a hit, so much so that it became the company's trademark in 1931 and has been used in all packaging and advertising since. I'm going to assume that at that time, nothing like um, uh, payments in perpetuity from the time that she like she didn't get anything out of it, like residuals or anything of that nature. I hope she got something. It was a one and done. Uh, I don't know. For decades, though, the identity of the baby was kept secret, springing, uh, spurring rumors about uh, who it was. Guesses included. It's the Nirvana baby. Uh, guesses included Humphrey Bogart and Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Where's my strained peas, Mom? In the late 1970s, it was revealed to be Cook, who grew up to be an English teacher in Tampa, Florida, and later a mystery novelist. That's one of the most recognizable Faces in advertising. Yeah. 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 In a 1998 interview, she said that her mother had told her when she was young that she was the baby in the illustration. She said, I was born to be a tramp. She said, if you're going to be a symbol for something, what could be more pleasant than a symbol for baby food? That's very nice. Best uh, Gerber product out there? Something that you could still eat today? Applesauce. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's like I guess that'd be thing. it. Baby food kind of disgusts me. Even the banana flavored? I, I wouldn't. Yeah, just the idea of that mushed up. What about veal? <laughs> the veal? The veal is lovely. I'd try it. I don't hear um, many people feeding their babies Gerber baby food anymore, though. It used to be the standard. Gerber the is, the, is the, it's the fleet of, uh, yeah, of, yeah, what fleet of baby food. Animas, yeah. Ger- is Gerber still the predominant baby food company? I don't think it is. No. Really? No. I, I mean, unless I haven't they had have, a baby in a long time. I know. Unless they have other products. I just remember my youngest brother is 11 years younger than me. And, it was uh, always jerky. No, no. It was, but, so uh, Jim and I used to always eat Christopher's baby food. My mom would get mad uh-huh. at us because she'd need it for the baby. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I, as far as I knew, I always thought it was still the popular brand, but I may be way off on that. Uh, as for the image itself, she said all babies are appealing. The reason the drawing is really no. <laughs> so popular is that the artist captured the appeal that all babies have. I've seen some goofy-looking babies. There are some goofy-looking yeah. babies. What are other famous like uh, faces uh, associated with a brand like that? Like the Gerber baby, uh, Coppertone we mentioned. I'm, I'm trying to think of like other... Well, Land- Lando Lakes was one. They got they got rid of that, though. Because was that based that on a real person? Yeah, her name was Lando Lakes. Okay. Well, that was... Uh, Lando Calarizzi. Lando Calarizzi's sister. <laughs> That's Lando. That all the Landos were there. Oh, Lando so Lake. Landos are essentially their last, last name, name but yeah. they do that right. first right. Uh, well, Lando system you have the uh the uh the Quaker Oats uh, yeah, yes. but i don't know if these is that are a real guy i don't know if these are, are based on yes, it's William Penn. Quaker Oats. isn't it William Penn no. is Quaker no. Oats guy the William Penn he's no. a Quaker yeah. he's a Quaker was well, a Quaker yeah. he liked oats yeah. what about um oh man i had another Ronald one Ronald McDonald he's real well, he was based on enough, uh, you know, like, actors, right? Like, yeah, uh, but the, the, the iconic image that you say that's associated with with an ad, Aunt Jemima was that a real person? Right, they got rid of that. Yep, um, Uncle know. Ben, Uncle Ben got rid of that. Huh. So Aunt Jemima is still called Aunt Jemima, but doesn't have a face associated. Right, with it. they eliminated oh. the marketing. Okay, it's, uh, it's not called Aunt Jemima, isn't it called? Um, no, it's uh, a different name. It they changed the name. It's called Random Maternal Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We could go on forever on this. Yeah. I'm not really sure. But you but have other things that you Well, it's uh, Kathy Pearl reports. Milling Company. That's what? That's 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 the product name now? Yeah. What is it called? Pearl Milling Company. Okay. Hmm. All right. Anyhow, uh, I did notice a couple other things that I'm going to get to this morning. And this one, I'm curious about. This could even be a topic sometime. All right. A study by dating website Illicit Encounters reveals what most people say right after sex. I'm sorry. That's usually one, right? Dirigible. <laughs> Dirigible is usually what it said. Uh, yeah. Uh, men often say things like, I've got to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Santa's got to go. Later. That's uh, what you usually say right before sex is about to be over. This is always wonderful to say in a corporate setting. Yeah. Did you have an orgasm? Uh, and women were found to say things like, don't fall asleep. <laughs> and where's my phone? Where's my phone is the first thing you say? I don't know. I want to memorialize this one. <laughs> a common... I need to call a paramedic. A common compliment from men uh, included simply, wow. Way to go. Yeah, way to go. No sad, bro. Uh, <laughs> wow. Good morning, it. <laughs> oh, this, these things are so stupid because in, in a survey like this, who's going to... Well, it's from Illicit Encounters. Okay, which is so it's yeah. not basically like, like Reuters. Yeah, it's not like a, uh, a legit organization that was looking for scientific info. <laughs> you know, around a pre- an election, they always consult with illicit encounters for, mm-hmm. for polling. Uh, uh, yeah, but what, 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 do you say anything after? I No, Rochelle usually speaks first. I'd like to say something if I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'd like to. I'd like to <laughs> you know, when I was 10 years old, yeah. my biggest dream was to own a monkey. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up now, sweetheart? Well, it, 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 I'm leaving somewhere. <laughs> No, I usually I usually get a thank you. You uh, do? Yes, I do. Wow. No. Thank you for making that quick. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for getting off of me. I don't know if I've ever gotten a thank you. Thank really? Yeah, that's. Uh, Did not... you get like a five dollars five dollars in a card? No, yeah. just a, just a thank you. You know, <laughs> like your grandma gives you. That was wonderful. <laughs> you were a good boy. Yep. Uh, Buy yourself a, a, some baseball cards. So next time that you're in the throes of passion and you wrap up, uh, pay attention to what you might I say. I end up speaking like now. With the first thing yeah. you might oh. say. Sayadalong Kong Kong. Steve being tie-tie. Yeah, I am tired. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah.
Good night. All right. And then done. you hang up. Yeah, good night. <laughs> the music's this on. This is good. Yeah, this is we're awkward. Gonna, we're going to notice something else. I know it's weird. The things that we normally yeah, yeah, feel yeah. very, very comfortable talking about. You guys are making us feel awkward. Yeah, stop <laughs> looking at us, please. Uh, this Okay, this is kind of interesting. Kathy, you sent me this story last week. I did notice it, indeed. A slower walk as you age has always been a warning sign of increasing frailty that could lead to falls and other disabilities, experts say. But emerging research in small groups of elderly suspects have also found that a slower gait from year to year may be an early sign of cognitive decline. Just so if you... Well, you can't process where you're, you're going. That's why you, were, you use your robot with human skin and to carry it, you. It may uh, be due to shrinking in the right hippocampus, uh, which is the part of the brain associated with memory. But not all signs of cognitive decline predict later dementia. Only 10 to 20% of people 65 or older with mild cognitive impairment or MCI develop dementia over the next year. If I own land in Africa, I would have to set up a hippocampus. Yes, you would. (laughs) Absolutely. For for a college. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just, it's been begging for it. Would it be on the right or the left? I don't know. Yeah, the left, I guess, right? Yeah, left hippocampus. Well, Steve, I actually thought about me and you for this because you're a fast walker and I'm a fast walker, uh, I'd say about 50% of the time. So I'm pretty fast. You're all the time. Yeah. You're just a fast walker all the time. You walk too fast. I walk too fast. Yes. I actually get windburn. Yeah. Uh, the, in many cases, I have to actually. I should put like a, a, a thing around my neck with a windshield in front of my face. Yeah, but I sw- my entire family from New York, they're all fast walkers, and yes. like I kind of attribute it to yeah. getting through New York City. It's and the bagels. Like, it's that's part of it, and that's where Steve's from. Yep. I, yeah, yeah, I, I believe that uh, everyone I know from New York does have a quick gait, very brisk. Right? Yeah. yeah. Steve, yeah. were you ever a runner, like uh, for exercise? Um, yeah, I hated it. I, I like the trail running. I like right. Yeah, but do you, uh, do you go fast? I don't on the like. Trail? I, I go pretty fast. Yeah. yeah, I'm a more sprinter than yeah. I'm a more of a dancer. <laughs> so a a large new study yeah, of New York. I prefer the Lombada. Seventeen thousand adults over the age of sixty five finds people who walk about five percent slower or more each year, while also exhibiting signs of slower mental processing, were more likely uh, to develop dementia. Well, in reverse, can one um, delay the onset yeah, of that? You're going to see me running faster? through the office. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by doing it by, by, by walking by purposely, purposely yes, starting purposely, to do well, it. Yes, absolutely. But I wonder if that also is um, you can associate that with driving as well. You know, like the, you the, can't walk well, in a car. No, well, some cars you can, but no, as you like as you get older, you tend down. to drive slower because you can't well, cognitively. Also, your reflex time is yeah. down. Yeah, you know. So it says here that there are things that we can do as we age to reverse the brain shrinkage that comes along with typical aging. Studies have found that aerobic exercise increases the size of yeah. the hippocampus. Hippocampus. Increasing some aspects of memory. So, it, yeah, the exercise might actually help okay. you by, by walking fast. Welcome to the hippocampus. We're <laughs> glad to introduce to you the graduating class of 2022. <laughs> Uh, the they new enormous mouths, if you haven't noticed. Uh, the new study followed a group of Americans for uh, that were over sixty-five and Australians over seventy for seven years. What's your bi- biggest fear uh, wh- as you get? Like my dad's turning ninety-four. He's sharp as a tack. He's he's active. Um, you know, is is the biggest fear death? No, is the biggest fear. Uh, you know, I think the mental decline over anything else. Right? Would you? That's. That's like for a, your parents or for for ourselves? For ourselves. Oh. I mean, your parents, you could always just throw them in a home. <laughs> if, if you, All of it. If you had to pick Shut up. This is where you're living. Where's your bag? You lost your bag, didn't you? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Get in the car. We're going to Get a in the car. Home. Take you out to the park. 
<laughs> no, it kind of breaks my heart to see people like really walk really, really, really slow. It right. breaks, and I don't want to be like that. You hate to push them down. I do, I do but I do it. You know, get out how of my else way. are they going to learn? <laughs> so, gonna but, but I could yeah. take you so bad. Yeah. But if you're asking, would you rather have one or the other, if physical or mental? Wow. Oh, I mean, God. if it's mental, right? if, if if it's mental, do you know? You know, like if you uh, get Alzheimer's and or dementia, are right, you aware right. of of your decline? And if if not, maybe that's not the worst thing in the world because you get to meet new people every day. I don't know. I there was to, to that point. It's really, it's looking on the bright side. No, that's, we were at Subaru. We want a positive talk. <laughs> um, the uh, um, there is a, a woman that that we know who when my my wife had a whole bunch of her family had a whole bunch of family friends that lived down in Puerto Rico. My wife's uncle was a priest down in Puerto Rico for decades. There was a woman that we met who had that basic thing, Nick. Every day she was thrilled. Hmm. She had that kind of, of, of cognitive decline that she was enjoying everything. Everything was a first mm-hmm. every day. And I thought, that's pretty cool, you know? Uh, yeah, but then you got the other way where, where you're scared or Lost. angry all right. the time. Yeah. And that is terrifying. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you think the thermostat's a monster. Yeah. What do you think, Subaru? Physical pain or emotional pain? <laughs> Really bring stuff. Breaking into small groups. Yeah. Yeah. Have a discussion. We'll get back in the next segment. Watch as the crowd just slowly starts to thin out. We're just leaves. We're crowd done. Building They're all exercise. thinking. Thank God we've got waffles. Yeah, we're done talking about this yeah. now. We're we're moving on to something else. I'm sorry. I, read the room, Preston. All right. How about this? I think this is something everybody can relate to. A new study demonstrates that the average consumer spends more than they realize. On monthly subscriptions. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And CNR research found that shoppers spend an average of $133 more than they even realize. So think of all the things you've subscribed to. uh, Uh Just just in, like, streaming services or things like that. Think of how much... I mean, that's why I, I pay for the service that I never use. It right. helps me determine how many things I have subscribed to that I've long forgotten. Well, you know what also sucks is is a lot of those, um, when you're getting billed, uh, they come they up. They don't display as no, what they are. No, it won't no. say like, oh, Hulu. It'll be like, you know, Sunshine Entertainment. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, what? The hell is Sunshine Entertainment? Right, you know, right. You know, like, I don't know what this I is. I know. That, to me, that would be a major step forward in, in allowing people to more effectively handle their billing. Yeah. And yep. apps. Like, I'll get, like, a Same $2.99, thing. a $3.99. I think yeah. Casey's got a $12.99 somewhere in there. I'll get a text from Rochelle, like, to the whole family, and it's like, okay, just got this mystery, you know, payment. Who is this? Whose is this? Yeah. And what is it? And, like, all of us are going... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I got one the I other day. I don't know what that is. Yeah, how, why are you, what, what is $20 jerk meats? I was like, <laughs> yeah. right. It's That's bad. Yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they're saying that if you were to essentially take a look and, and tabulate everything that you're, that you're subscribed to, that it's that it will on average be $133 more than you think it is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, and but Casey, I'm sick of it. Casey brought up the right, the the exact issue. You cannot determine by how it's posted yeah. on your bill what you're paying for. I went through it the other day trying to eliminate one, and I didn't come up with anything. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I haven't watched much Netflix. Lately. And you lost your wallet. Well, <laughs> no, like honestly, I'll look at the shows that I'm watching right yeah, now, yeah, and I think, well, maybe uh, I'm not watching much Netflix. But then Stranger Things comes back, and I'm like, all right, well, and uh, maybe I'll get rid of Hulu. Oh, Under the Banner of Heaven. I want to finish right. that one. Like every time I want to cancel one, they keep me. They bring me back in. The Real Housewives of Dubai. Right. Damn good show. Also, it's so hard to cancel. I think Casey, didn't you have something going on? Yeah. Hulu? So I. Well, I tried, to, I tried yeah. to cancel Hulu, 
I couldn't do it from my really? mobile. I had to go onto a computer and I had to like look for it. Like it wasn't just out there cancel. Right. And then when you go to cancel, it's like, hey, before you go, we'll give you three months for whatever it was, three ninety nine. I'm like, geez, they really like work to, yeah. to keep you there. I might actually be paying for Hulu twice, once by itself, and once for and Disney once in the, and there, there's a package: yeah. Disney Plus, ESPN, and and, and you Hulu. can't break it up. To that point. I mean, don't you don't you ever? I mean, when they do that, and they say, "Hey, well, we'll give you five months for free." It's like, well, why don't you just take that and work that into the basic cost of everything and, and lower it for yeah. everyone if you can do that? You know, it's one of those things where you're like, "Yeah, it, it took me threatening to quit before that became an offer." Yeah, but do you guys any any do the uh, the free? And then bail before you have to. I oh, never yeah. Do. Not, I don't that. do it anymore. I always end up keeping it. Yeah, yeah. because I have forgotten so many times to bail. Yeah. It's like okay. shipping. I don't, I'll, I'll try you it. You go out of your way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll cancel. Which ones offer up? Because, Casey, I have the uh, the Disney bundle as well, but I pay for that yearly. So I do, it's Disney Plus and, and um, ESPN and yeah. Hulu. Yeah. So I pay, that's like 70 bucks a year, which to me isn't that bad. It's not. But uh, I don't pay for Hulu additionally on top of that. So I only have, you know, I just have the one Hulu account. Um, but Netflix is like 17 bucks a month now or so. It's, it, Netflix has really gotten out of control. And that's the one that I'm, I want to get. Well, they took, it, they took their first hit in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I watch it less and less. Yeah. But I love I loved Stranger Things. I just need to spend like one day, one day going through. All of that stuff because, uh, you know, I, I don't pay, like, I don't do the bills. So that's yeah. the other part of it that, like, you know, I'm not fully comprehending, like, what's going out because I'm not right. the one that's constantly writing check. And, and, you know, the art of writing a check to, to pay your bills, that's all gone because, you know, once, like, automatically, you know, taken out of your... Uh, Just send them IOUs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so anyhow, take a look, at it and you might find that you're uh, you're paying, like, over 100 bucks. That's crazy. More, more than you thought yeah. you would. So, all right, let me notice another thing. Speaking of all that money, um, working as a lifeguard uh, in some occasions, yeah. uh, you can make, in Los Angeles, if you work as a lifeguard, you can make six figures a year being a lifeguard. They uh, were saying, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars for some people because of the way that they will work the system, right? That's, that's sort of a... Uh, uh, like, mean, are you talking uh, beach lifeguards like or pool lifeguards? Like, beach. Like three, four hundred thousand dollars. Mitch Buchanan style. Like yeah. Mitch Buchanan. So right. the top earning lifeguard in Los Angeles earned five hundred and ten thousand uh, dollars. Almost, half, and he couldn't swim. And almost half of this was in overtime pay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, um, you got to think about it. Like that type of a lifeguard is more of a emergency worker than yeah. he also solves right, crimes. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, well, according to Baywatch, yeah. at night. Yeah, yeah. at night. Uh, in total, 98 Los Angeles lifeguards made uh, at least $200,000 last year. Now, Casey and Kathy, we've covered the fact that you guys were lifeguards. Maybe I was a pool lifeguard. Well, what about, had you ever, do you think you could have pulled off being a uh, beach lifeguard? No. No? Why not? Because uh, I don't like the ocean. Oh. I mean, honestly. Besides that. that. No, but that, oh, that, yeah. that would be the only reason. I, I mean, it, it is way tougher, I think. But I think in my day when I was, you know, young and could be a lifeguard, I think I could have done it. I think by, by nature you have to be a, a better swimmer, right? Because you're dealing oh, yeah. with riptides. Yeah. I mean, you have to be able to bring in. A whale. At least, well, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Like with our test, we had to bring in a big old heavy heavy man. We have to be able to yeah. bring him to the side of the pool. You would have to, for, for us, you had to swim the length of the pool, grab somebody, Either cross uh, chest carrier or double armpit toe, all hey. the way back across the uh, uh, the pool. Lou from our contest oh, hey. is a, a beach lifeguard. Is he? Are you <laughs> or has been? Right. All right. I was for seven years in Avalon. Nice. Oh, no kidding. So we watch the lifeguard races every year. Yeah. Um, it's 
Oh, have you ever watched the lifeguard races? Yeah. They do I, them in I, I watched one with Mitch Buchanan. They're so much fun to watch. They're re- and you uh, yeah. in those? Ask my wife. She yeah. loves to go down there and watch <laughs> the guys cool. run around. No, I mean, she likes to see the, oh, the, guys. the guys. The good-looking oh. uh, fit guys yeah. running around. So what, what, if I may ask, what was the, what was the average uh, salary uh, when you were working as a lifeguard? So for me, it was a while ago. So it was, we started out with $11 an hour. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a. That's uh, not... Now, now they make nineteen seventy six their first wow. year an hour. Okay. Yep. So we're trying to get my son to do the junior lifeguard program. He is so resistant to it, and I'm like, dude, just do it. A, you know, like you know, you get like you know. fit and you exercise and stuff like that. B, you give me the money. You give me the, no, but like, look at all the young ladies. You know what I mean? Like, what? It's, it's the best job to... I'll ever have. Yeah, the best really? job I'll ever have. Right, did, uh, did... It was one of the best jobs I had, and I just lifeguarded at a pool. All the ladies you met? <laughs> no, but I mean, it was it was fun. It well, was okay. a lot. Are of you fun. married? I am. Did you right. meet? Is your wife a lifeguard? A former lifeguard? Absolutely not. She made me stop. Ah, uh, uh, there uh, we go. She's smart. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, did you ever have to save any people? You ever have to rescue? Yes. It's swim out into the water and go get them? We've had boat accidents. We've had surf injuries. We've had it all. Do you feel you were trained to, I mean, properly? Were you up to snuff when that happened, or was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had, like, workouts every morning. Uh, we had trainings. I mean, I was on the race team for rowing, so I was always working out. All right. You think you'd have to because it's, I mean, it's it's a different animal. Obviously, with the pool, is, is, there are similarities, but you're dealing with a whole new bunch of um, but with environmental the pool, issues. Yeah, the pool, you have your lifeguard training. Not your, as many marlin. Your CPR and, and your first aid. But these guys, like, I mean, it's straight, like, it, you have to you have to run, you have to row, you have to, like, I don't know if you have to surf, but you have to be on a on a, a paddleboard, paddle right? There's there's so much. And so I I just, I don't think I would have been able to pass the test. What's the, what's the big... Um, uh, Baywatch with a big uh, orange thing that they have. Are those is that a standard piece of equipment? It's called a can. A can, okay. A right. rescue can. Uh, do you think you think Casey would have been able to pass the uh, uh, the test? Sure. No, no. So the, my my thing is, <laughs> I'm a I'm a pool swimmer, right? I got no I got no kick. I got no legs. So everything I do is probably when I swim, it's probably eighty to ninety percent pull. You know, ten to twenty percent kick. So you'd be surprised. Pool swimmers actually normally aren't successful in the ocean. Yeah. Because they don't know how to read the water. They can't swim in the water. Right. See, that's it. It's more buoyant. So their feet come up out of the water and they just kick the air. It looks funny. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Let me ask you kind of a a tough question. Did you ever see anybody expire uh, uh, in, in all your years? Yeah. We've had some incidences. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, listen, it's the ocean, for crying out loud. It's normally after hours, so we have, like, rescue squads. Normally after hours is when you see that. Right. She's a cruel mistress. Yeah, well, listen, there was a there was a uh, um, uh, a riptide just a, a week or so ago, and it was a beach that wasn't guarded, and the people got out, and one of them didn't make it back you in. You remember when you were a kid, and you'd go in, and you'd, you'd be in for, like, half hour, 35, 40 minutes, and then you did not realize that you were pulled along. And you, oh, yeah. You come out and, you know. They, Where's my family? You recognize no one. Yeah. 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 Everybody's speaking Spanish. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I? Where am I? Yeah. Oh, I remember many times when my parents wondering where the hell I was. Right. After being out in the ocean for mm-hmm. like, the time. I'm in Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, I respect the ocean, I think, entirely too much. And, and I don't, you know, I don't want to talk a big game. Listen, I'm a strong swimmer. I can I swam a mile in the bay on uh, Saturday. I know I can swim for a while, but I, I don't think I have what it takes or ever, to save had, a life. ever had what it took to do that. On, on, do you think you beach. have what it takes to be a, a, a rescuee, a victim? Definitely. Yeah, okay. I have that. <laughs> I have that probably more so than anybody. Well, there's always a backup. You could be a beach tagger. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beach eggs. Everyone hates that. That's the story yeah. that hasn't been told. Yeah. That's, that's Baywatch 2.0. <laughs> you want some friends. Yeah. Qualification, so be beach, beach feet, flip-flops, <laughs> and just the ability to I'd rather to be a fudgy-wudgy guy, you know? And then also, you know, Fudgy Wudgy, they accept Venmo these days. They pull, oh, they yeah. pull like five hundred dollars a day. Those guys, yeah. Kathy. What was the the, yes. coffee, the coffee one you told me about? There is an iced coffee, like basically what Fudgy Wudgy was. It's iced coffee now, and it's in Sea Isle and Wildwood. There's a Fudgy the, the Fudgy the Wudgy name. guys. Can oh, no, actually, it's funny you say that because they just got their permit. It was two people sitting on the beach last year, and they were just like, "Wow, I'd really want a coffee." So they paid forty grand for their two year permit. And now they walk the beach and sell iced coffee. Wow. Yeah, it's called, hold on, I'm pulling yeah, it Yeah, Kath was telling me about this. I mean, like uh, cappuccinos and, and uh, you know, fraps. Beach and stuff. brew. Beach yep. brew. Yep. They're and they're in, where? They're in Sea Isle. I thought they were in Wildwood as well, but th- this one was just congratulating them um, in, okay. to be able to operate in Sea Isle. But I believe they're in Wildwood. So okay. 40 grand gets you the, um, the license? Yeah, it was like a two-year permit, they said. Wow. wow. I mean, I would buy that. That's cool. Like, I would love an iced coffee on the beach. Okay. I'll take that over the Fudgy Wudgy Man. Wow, okay. Well, well thank you, Lou, our, uh, our yeah. world, world champion of our Subaru contest. Surfer and Subaru. Uh, lifeguard Subaru, man. I bet he knows a lot about robots. He just didn't want to step up. He probably didn't. He was just showing off in yeah. front of his car. Would it be Subaru or Lubaru? Uh, I like Subaru. Yeah. Uh, do you like Lubaru? I kind of like Lubaru better. Uh, like, either one, one is a ghost hunter, and the other one is from a jungle book. <laughs> Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Uh, all right. Well, anyhow, I think that we should, yeah, I think we should wrap this right. segment up. Uh, we've stopped noticing. No more noticing, please, everyone. No more noticing. Uh, we will get to more, though. And we still got to talk to Matt Ritter again, I believe. And I want to hear about this, uh, this EV out here. Please. I do, too. I really want to find out about this car. It is pretty badass. So we are doing our live broadcast at Subaru of America, Camp Out for Hunger, Victors, once again. And we even made an announcement of our next Camp Out for Hunger. The save the date will be November 7th through the 11th. And we'll be back at the Wells Fargo Center Complex. And we are excited excited about that right next to Xfinity Live. Uh, so let's take a break. Come back in just a second. And we'll have more from our friends here at Subaru. Stay with us. We'll be back shortly after this. Amp up your summer with MMR. And your chance at a little road trip across our fine commonwealth to see Metallica. MMR VIPs hit the contest page at WMMR.com and convince us to hand you two tickets to Metallica at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, August 14th. Passes for an exclusive blackened whiskey. Whiskey tasting. What? Passes for an exclusive pre-show blackened whiskey tasting at the venue. Hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Plus a hotel room for the night and a $200 gas card. While you do that, We'll throw in some extra Metallica for inspiration, including tracks every hour this weekend. Get details at WMMR.com. And Metallica tickets via Ticketmaster. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We've had a great time at uh, Subaru. Still got a little while to go while we are here. We're going to talk to our buddy Matt Ritter in just a moment because we, we need to find out some of the details about this really cool looking Subaru uh, electric vehicle that's yeah. sitting right outside 
uh, from the cafeteria where we are. Uh, right next to that is the brand new Outback back that Casey would have been driving across the country starting today <laughs> had he not gotten sick and Dr. Mike put the kibosh on it. We were going to surprise him with that cross-country drive where he would have been leaving today. He would have been on the road by now. We'd be checking in. In this awesome new vehicle. Yeah. But yeah. We'll talk about that later. Why don't we do the Bizarre yeah. File now instead? Yeah, is that good? Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought in this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get cash today. Bring your scrap and recycling to Armor Metals and Recycling and walk away with cash today. Armor Metals is your most trusted recycling partner located in Pensacola, New Jersey or at ArmorMR.com. So a man drifting down the Columbia River in a makeshift raft was rescued by tugboat crews just minutes before he would have been swept into the Bonneville Dam. Oh, man. The sheriff's office identified the Damn. man as 43-year-old Rand- Randall Berth- uh, Betha, who was hitchhiking from Spokane, Washington, to Newport, Oregon. Uh, Betha had called 911, reporting that he was stuck in the middle of the channel Damn. and couldn't make it to shore. Betha told 911 dispatchers that he did not have a life vest and oh. he did not know how to swim. Oh, so he's doing everything right. Uh, sheriff's office conduct- uh, conducted a five-hour search by boat. When they were told by Foss Maritime Tugs that they had found Betha near the Columbia River Dam. Uh, The captain, Eric Braden, of the tugboat said that his boat and another were towing windmill blades to Idaho when he stopped something in the river. And he said that he raised a pair of binoculars to his face and realized that it was a man floating just below the bridge of the gods. And the strong current would have thrown the man into the dam within 10 minutes, potentially killing him. Jeez. Uh, The tugboat captain said the man told him that they had been on the raft for 24 hours. After the crews pulled him onto the board of the tugboat, uh, the sheriff's office pulled up and took custody of the man. Who won the MTV Movie Award? (laughs) (laughs) Told the crew that they were searching for the man since 2 a.m. It was Zendaya. Uh, And after rescuing Betha, police discovered that he had misdemeanor uh, warrants out for his arrest. Uh, In Nashville, uh, sheriff's office is trying to return a bike to its owner. Investigators said last week an escaped inmate was caught on the side of the road, awkwardly speed-pedaling the bike. So officers believe it belongs to a little girl. Oh, that's oh, no. so sweet. Investigators said the inmate... This reminds me my daughter. ...traveled at least two miles before getting caught. Uh, Stephen Ellis said it was the most bizarre thing. He said that he had, he didn't think that he'd be the one to stop escaped inmate Ricky Roach. Look, it's got a basket with Hello Kitty on it. He said, I was in as much shock as anybody else... Uh, would be when you look out and see a person that they're looking for standing right in front of your mailbox and you're thinking, what's going on now? That's great. So Ellis said uh, he's a reserve deputy, and last Thursday he heard on his radio that Roach was riding down Ellis' street on a bike. said, I was in the kitchen, I looked out the bay window, and to my surprise, there's the guy that they're looking for. Roach was on the run for about two hours. Uh, Finally, he had escaped from the hospital in Ashland City and eventually picked up a bicycle with only one pedal. A little, oh a little girl's bike with only one pedal. He would have drawn less attention had he just walked. Ellis said that uh, by the time Roach made it from the hospital to Bell Street on the bike, he was exhausted. I told him to get down, uh, police, and he said, I'm not going to run anyway. I'm tired of running. I'm just going to lay here. <laughs> uh, the sheriff's office is trying to return the bike that Roach took. Neighbors had offered to repair the bicycle or buy the owner a new one. 
An Orlando man claims that he can't visit his family's crypts because of a disturbing leak at the mausoleum. Oh, no. He said it's uh, apparently it's been an emotional time. Uh, his name is David Newbar. Newbar said that his mom passed away. He claims that he can't visit her final resting place because there's a green liquid coming out of the bottom of the mausoleum. That's disgusting. And he fears that it could be decomposed human remains. It could also be lime jello. Newmar said, common sense. You see an oozing coming out of a tomb, there's no way in hell you're going to step in it. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's he's pretty correct on that. He said, uh, two, I'm going to step in this. Two other family members. It's like a puddle. You go jumping yeah. up and down in it. Let's go and, jump to cadaver puddles. Uh, so he says, two other family members have been entombed in this same structure for years, and he first complained about the leakage in 2021. According the, to new bar managers at Glen Haven Memorial Park promised results. They're supposed to take precautions against that happening. He was told, oh, we have an engineering firm in place, and they're working on it. And he claims that the leakage only got worse. Uh, so he asked the Florida Department of Health to investigate. Uh, Newbar is sending a complaint to the state regulators now. But apparently a green oh, slime that's horrific. is oozing out of the crypt. Police are looking for assistance, identifying a pair of suspects wanted in connection with criminal mischief incident. According to police, two female subjects entered a Dillard's department store in a fitting room with 17 bathing suits. They paid for one bathing suit with cash, and then they left the store. It was later discovered by an employee cleaning out the fitting room that the remaining bathing bathing suits have been left on the floor. The employees grabbed the pile off the floor before realizing the subjects had defecated and urinated on the oh swimwear. Oh, my God. So they made like a like a pile of clothing that they yeah. relieved themselves in? That is what oh, they did. America. They oh do not know God. why. Camera surveillance. They don't encourage that, do they? Footage captured the suspects allegedly responsible, and now the police are trying to identify them. All right, and then one final story. Oh, man, this is, imagine this. A Peoria, Illinois man is dead after falling into a crucible. Oh, no. At the Caterpillar Foundry. He fell into one of those molten... Oh, it's that it's that thing that they heat up the the molten oh, uh, you know metals in. I never, I, can, I cannot imagine that he existed for more than a few seconds. Right. No. Uh, Stephen Dierkus was apparently working near a crucible when he accidentally fell in. He died instantly. Yes. He said. No foul play is suspected in the incident, and it is under investigation. That's horrific. This is gruesome, but is there anything left? I don't know. That's a good question. You would think it would all burn up, right? His wallet. Oh, maybe that. Got uh, this. Deputies were called to the They said it was heat resistant. <laughs> yeah. Found it on Instagram. Deputies were called to the facility just before 10 a.m. Thursday regarding an occupational accident. Yeah, and we it, had a little occupational accident. One of our employees was vaporized. In another, uh, uh, in December, another person fell to his death while working at the foundry. We're getting a, we're getting a handle on this now. Uh, Scott Adams of East Peoria is believed to have stepped off a ladder. He fell 20 feet to his death through a hole in the floor. But you know about that hole in the floor? He didn't fall into the crucible. So. Yeah. So he wins. Wow. All right. And there you go. That is what Jeez, I Jeez, it's too horrific between a cadaver ooze and being yeah. incinerated. Yep. And that is the, that's why they call it the bizarre file. Yeah. All right. Uh, so being here at Subaru of America, we spend some time with a good friend of ours that we've gotten known to know very, very well over the years because he's kind of the cheerleader and the man who drives uh, what goes on as far as their contributions to the camp out. Uh, and we love him to death. His name is Matt Ritter. And he's right now. Good morning again. Nice to see you, Matt. How about these great Subaru associates, right? This is our Subaru family right here. 
showing up strong this morning. And our contributions to Camp Out are not possible without all of these fine folks and the great job they do and the commitment they have because they want to see you back here every year. But more importantly, they love giving back. As a matter of fact, these folks put in a ton of volunteer hours over the past 20 years. Right. 78,000 hours by Super Jeez. Associates volunteering Jeez. around the area. Wow. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, yep. across, and across the country. Yeah. That's We're very fortunate uh, to work with this great Subaru family for sure. No kidding, man. We are grateful. And, uh, you know, we made the announcement for the next Camp Out for Hunger. I'm sure you guys have already had your discussion. What do you about think? That. Should, we, uh, should we get going on uh, Camp Out? What do you think, folks? We're going to yeah. go? Yeah. They're so excited to hear more. We have uh, oozed. <laughs> yeah. We, we love the fact that more and more businesses are getting involved and they're coming each year with larger and larger donations, breaking records again and again. And it just means so much to the greater Delaware Valley, as all of you know, to be able to take care of these families every single week, the kids especially who are, you know, you don't want any kids going to school hungry because then they don't learn. And the matter of fact is some kids, as you know, their only meal is at school. Right. And by the efforts of all these businesses around the area, including our fine Subaru family, we can help make it a better experience for them by making sure they get meals outside of school as well. It's so important what everybody does, and we can't thank all these businesses around the area for getting involved. Well, you noticed, uh, you, you're, uh, we had that, that uh, conversation a couple of years back. You felt that perhaps because you guys are being so incredibly effective winning the, uh, the broadcast every year and just you know, bringing your A game every year that you were sort of blocking other companies from taking a shot at it. Over the past couple of years, you started to see, I know this, Matt, you've noticed, oh, yeah. people are rising to the challenge oh, yeah. and upping, as you said, upping the ante, um, seeing it as a possibility. Listen, you, and we said initially, you were going you to you were gonna take yourself out of the running. You can't penalize yourself for being good at what you do, but um, it was really great to see the message resonate with these other companies who are also doing, uh, you know, great work collecting for the Camp Out for Hunger, and that's all it's- as a result of an original plan you had. Oh, thank you. It's it's terrific to see that it, it is getting tighter and tighter yeah. between first and second place. And it sounds weird to say this, but in a lot of ways, nothing would make us happier than to have another company take the number one spot because that means something really great is happening right. for Phil Abundance and the folks around here who are food insecure. So ultimately, that's the challenge out there, right, is that, hey, if we uh, if we get beat one year, boy, something really good has happened. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Uh, well, listen, we wanted to ask you about uh, uh, a couple of the things going on with the company uh, vehicle-wise. Um, you guys always put up uh, really cool uh, vehicles on display for us to see, and this new EV uh, vehicle here. What is what is the, the official name of the electric vehicle that Subaru is releasing? Yeah, thanks. This is our all-new Subaru Solterra. We took the Latin words for sun and earth, combined them, oh. and came up with Solterra. In fact, that name came from one of our longtime associates here at Subaru America, John Keeling. He just retired, but he came up with the name and through our naming convention. And I want to tell you something. This goes on sale next month. Uh, they're starting to hit the, the ports now, and we'll get them distributed to our retailers. And this car is fantastic. A lot of us around here have had a, uh, an opportunity to drive the vehicle in a test environment and also took it home for like a long weekend. And it is terrific. It's everything you'd expect from a Subaru in terms of performance and also, of course, more importantly, off-road capability. 
And the fact that you never have to go to a gas station is even better. I had it for a long weekend. I didn't even bother plugging it in. It had plenty of range. Nice. The range that we're advertising with this vehicle is 228 miles. That's going to vary depending on driving characteristics and habits and things like that. But uh, it's a wonderful vehicle. We're excited that this is our first vehicle that is fully electric. Well, I think one uh, of the, we talked about, Matt, one of the hubs people need to get over. It's something that I've you know, reconciled to is, is the fact that every – Every time you go home, you're at a gas station. Yeah, a little different than what it is now, you don't, you right? Don't you have to, to leave yeah. home in, right. in a traditional internal combustion engine vehicle to right. fill up your car. But now when you go home at night after your day at work, you plug in your vehicle. It's ready to go for you the next morning. And uh, so it is a different – It's a, it, it changes your mindset completely about uh, how you – in effect, you know, make sure your vehicle's ready to go for the next day or right. for your next trip or what have you. But we love the Solterra. Um, it's got great ground clearance. This thing starts at 44.9. And keep in mind, there are $7,500 federal tax credits that are out there. And there also could be, depending on the state where you live, some local tax credits as well that you can take advantage of to help bring that price down. So, uh, I, you know, I hope everyone gets an opportunity to experience Solterra. Let, let me ask you, because with, with the, the clearance has to be much more forgiving on this because you don't have it's just the battery underneath right it's it's the wrong kinds of yeah it's like a skateboard underneath, right actually. right right that's so, exactly right so well, that's perfect for off-road so do you it, have it's to, great um, and so car and driver i want to one of the quotes they had when they drove the vehicle uh they said the solterra like most subarus is game for trail work and they also said that when they're going over these the steep inclines right they use the front camera uh to see over the the blind crevices and you know things like yeah. the curves so again you know Unlike some, maybe some of the competition out there in terms of EV, ours fits the Subaru lifestyle. Our customers are all about adventure and getting outside. And whether they're going to the mountains or to the beach or wherever it may be, this Subaru, like others, will take you where you want to go. And, uh, you know, it's it's really a great opportunity. And we're ready for it to go on sale real soon. Nice, nice. Do you have to order it? Um, like, is there an ordering process now? Yeah, so okay. that's a great question, Casey. So. The way it started for this first model year is we developed a reservation system for our retailers uh, and allowed people to place reservations early for a $250 deposit. And then once we announced pricing, then they could convert those reservations to sold orders. We are essentially sold out for the first year of production. Now, this first year of production, when I say that, it's a half year, right? The car is just going on sale in July. Mm -hmm. So this first year is about 6,000 to 6,500 vehicles. But next year, we'll have uh, production probably about double that number. Uh, So certainly more availability out there as well. Uh, uh, The black is pretty sleek. I like like the look of it. It uh, It looks great in black. We have a two-tone paint so so that you can also get this vehicle where, let's say, the body color is white, but the roof is black or red and black. And you've seen this entire color palette and it is it's fantastic car looks great it drives great and And uh, perfect acceleration so it's 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 really wonderful what else uh, what else in the product line this is uh, i mean we 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 want to embrace what you have to offer so what else is up on the roster say if you were going to drive across the country for (laughs) example what what kind of car would you use to drive across the country if i was driving across the country that brand new outback wilderness that's out there would be a great idea or anything look across our product lineup actually the subaru ascent our three row yeah is terrific we of course our cross trek which i know some of you in this in this crowd have some experience with two of them at my house thank you very much Mm -hmm. Uh, but the entire product line uh, is fantastic. And, you know, we're getting ready to transition to the next model year. So the new uh, 23 model year Outback and Legacy will be coming out soon. Uh, that have some nice enhancements to, them as well, enhancements to them as well. And I think what you're going to be able to expect from us is now that we are have our first Solterra, our first EV, 
you know, you'll expect in the future, I can't get into too many specifics, but you can imagine that we will expand our electrification offerings and also strong hybrid offerings as well. Again, can't get into a whole lot of detail, but uh, I'll say this about Subaru as always, and I was with this great Subaru family, uh, the best is yet to come. That's sure. great. Nice. It's awesome. Believe it. You know, it's inter- interesting um, uh, as you think about it, there was... There seemed to be, okay, the uh, standard combustion engine, and then there were the hybrids. I know, Preston, you have a hybrid. Yes. Uh, yeah, and so um, that, to me, seemed a great sort of step over into uh, yeah, a fully electrified car, uh, and it seemed to kind of get short shrift, and uh, and now they're taking the full dive into electric. Will there still be a, a, a period where we're going to have the hybrids, or is the plan to just go full EV? Well, cer- you know, so certainly that's dictated a lot by policy, yeah, right? Yeah. And there is that policy push to go, you know, full electric, you know, and, and be carbon neutral. Right. But you can expect, you know, this transition is going to take some time. It's very expensive. Right. So you can expect that there is going to be a period of time where us and our competitors are going to be offering strong hybrid technology because there's still a place for that in uh, in this in this industry and with our public, especially as this technology continues to improve in terms of full EV right now because, you know, if you were going to go cross-country to California in a full EV... Hypothetically, yeah. It might take you a touch longer, right? Right. Charging stations and availability and so forth and just scale. We are fortunate. We partnered up with EVgo. They have 46,000 charging stations across the country. Uh, So the chances of finding a charging station are pretty good, but there's still a lot more left to be built out, as you know. So you'll see... Listen, we're a long way off... You know, market share for EVs is still yeah. less than 5%. It's just We're a long way off from even, you know, getting to that point of having strong hybrids and, and reducing the number of ICE vehicles on the road. Yeah. 96% of our vehicles built in the last 10 years are still on the road today, right? So it's going to take a while. Yeah. Plenty of internal combustion going on for a bit. Matt, you look like you had something right there you were about to tell us about. Well, so I was going to bring this up. A lot of people have been asking me if I was going to get my hands waxed oh, God. because of this grotesque hair that happens to grow <laughs> on my knuckles. Right. And... Um, Look like well, you've shaved, actually. I, I haven't. I was. I, I'm sort of sad that no one's here because it's pretty disgusting. I'm not ready for the beach. I can tell you. <laughs> Your but third, I wanted to know this. There looks like Bon Jovi. That Karen Jordan, who is our director of uh, talent management, leadership, and our human resources department, is Karen right back there. <laughs> the last time you waxed my knuckles, oh, I my. gave her one of the strips, and she framed it and hangs it in oh her office. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. He's got, oh, yeah. He's got it in a shadow box. Yeah. No, Karen has it in a shadow box. I know. Oh, uh, but, uh, but, but, yeah, so this is actually on display in Karen's office all the time. It has been for for a long time. Oh. She's had to explain to some people what it is. But it's sure. Basically, it's art, right, Karen? It is. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and... Uh, so that's, uh, that's Matt's. Knuckle. I thought I'd be able to get you another shadow box today, but Karen, we're gonna have to wait. Yeah, yeah. We let, let it grow in fully. Get, uh, when, when you're at braiding level, I think yeah. we'll do it. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're close. Yeah. I mean, we took a break from from beating up on your knuckles, but we can go back to that. <laughs> I can I'm take him to my my laser hair removal place if he wants to go with yeah. me. Oh, you, where Kathy goes in and then runs out before it's ever done. But how many people are hanging knuckle hair on their? On no their, one. Yeah, on their no wall. one. Karen's the only I one mean, in right? the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe a thousand. Yep, yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe Nobody's ever asked that question before, yeah. Matt. So. Or, yeah, there you go. Wow. I, I think you get more people coming forward if Things you, you never so. thought you'd see. But it's gorgeous. It's actually well done, too. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that beautiful? It's yeah. a thing of beauty. I feel like we've tainted yeah, you guys I mean, the, the subject itself is gross, but the artwork itself yeah. is Yeah, well, gorgeous. it's your hand. It's not anywhere else, We're, so right. that's good, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that we can Creative we can deal with and that. nauseating at the same time. <laughs> Creatively wow. nauseating. But it takes, uh, it takes an army of our family to, to put this together. 
and uh, to participate in Camp Out, which I know they're ready to do again this year. Uh, so I do want to thank our entire Subaru family. They are so terrific. We are, you know, it is, it's great to come to work here every day. We are fortunate. We can um, see that. You know, it's one of those things where when you do wake up in the morning, it sounds cliche, but you don't say that you have to go to work. You say here at Subaru that, oh, I get to go to work today. And right. it's great to be a part of this special family. So thanks to all of you for being here to support the live broadcast and everything you do. Give for yourself a round of We appreciate that. Big hack thing there, but it's true. I also want to thank uh, the local retailers who also contribute so much to Camp Out for Hunger and to food insecurity throughout the Delaware Valley, making sure that we mitigate that as much as possible. Rafferty Subaru, who was here earlier this morning, Subaru of Cherry Hill, the all-new Sioka Philadelphia Subaru, uh, which just opened a few months ago, in uh, John Kennedy Subaru as well. And then, of course, Jim Keebler, Richie Nella, Jonathan Rivard, uh, Liz Edlin, Amy Strawbridge, everyone, our entire family. They do so much, and we are so grateful uh, for everything they do and, and grateful that you continue to do camp out every year because – we are making a huge difference throughout the Delaware Valley. It shows. It's palpable. You hear from people. We get emails from people who say, hadn't considered Subaru. I heard what you donated on air at Camp Out for Hunger. My next car is going to be a Subaru. That's not the point of this. Yeah. But, gosh, it shows you just how wide the audience is and what a difference it can make for companies who want to get involved in their communities, which we do, our retailers do. It matters. People are listening. It makes a huge difference. And all of us together, you know, it, it comes back to our love promise, where we want to treat everyone with love and respect at every interaction. But at the same time, being more than a car company like we are, we fully believe that we can impact this world in a positive way and make it a better place for everyone. Love it. Excellent. You guys are leading the charge. Wonderful. Thank you. But put your knuckles together for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for everything. We love you, man. Thank you. Love you, you too. can't hear the clapping because of the hair. but hair. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it kind of muffles it <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um, all right, well, listen, here's what I'd like to do. We're, we're going to take a break, but before we do take a break, I want to remind you, we have a Preston and Steve sorority party coming up Wednesday, June 15th. So is that a week from this Wednesday? Holy cannoli, I think it is. Yeah, oh, my is. God. We are headed to the Liberty Bell Beer Garden at Park Sixino in Ben Salem, and we are having, we always like to have an activity. Yep. This year, square dancing is our activity. Line. All sorority says square dancing. dance. No, line dancing is different. Square dance. It's square dancing. All right. Yeah. Like you used to do back in junior high. Or never did. Or maybe or you never, never did. Or never, ever did. did. All right. Well, no, this we is going to be either. your chance to, to do this wonderful activity. Exciting. This folksy type activity. Yeah. All right, so you know what we'll do? We'll take uh, callers 10, 11, and 12, ladies only, 21 and older. If you bring a friend, they need to be uh, ladies, well, and we'll get her into the uh, That's the it. Yes. So call her 10, 11, and 12, 215-263-WMMR. We'll put you on our list. We're going to take a break now. We'll be back in just a second. Uh, music news, trash, uh, all that's coming up, as well as lesson questions. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
All right, so today's lesson question. We got a $50 Rita's gift card that we are going to give to you. And the question I think I'm going to pose to you as far as the program goes, we're going to go back to early this morning. Which, okay, so we spoke to Tom Dahl, the uh, president and CEO of Subaru of America. Which rock band did he find? Did, was he the founder of? Let yes. You know that. Which rock band did Subaru president Tom Dahl found? Now, that was mentioned early this morning in the 6 o'clock hour. It wasn't when we spoke to him. No. Let's see if you were listening and you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call. We'll see if you know. And we're going to go through uh, the trash while you're calling in. Let's do it. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Visit them on the web at admoyer.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Johnny Depp was mobbed by a cheering crowd in Manchester on Saturday night after he performed with Jeff Beck during his concert. Witnesses say the crowd was mostly lawyers trying to hand him business cards. Stoney Westmoreland. I've never heard of this guy, but he starred as the father on the Disney Channel series Andy Mack was sentenced to two years in prison for attempting to solicit a minor. Westmoreland says he now realizes that Disney is about helping you feel like a kid and not about helping you feel a kid you like. And finally, it was only a matter of time, Black China signing with Damon Feldman (laughs) for a celebrity boxing match against someone named Tamara Frappicella. China is taking the bout very seriously, which makes her literally the only one on earth who is doing so. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. All right. Thank you, Steve. All right. We'll see if we can get an answer to, to le- today's lesson question. We wanted to find out which rock band did Subaru president Tom Dahl found. 215-263-WMMR is a number, and we are going to go to our phones, and we'll get Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, good morning. Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka to you, sir. Mike, do me a favor. Tell me which band, which rock band, Subaru President Tom Dahl found. It was the New York Dolls. The New York Dolls. You are correct. Hang on, man. We're going to give you a $50 Rita's gift card, and you can go to Rita's and grab a five-layer gelati, and back for a limited time only. The Rita's five-layer gelati is more ice, more custard, and more yum. Let's get to music news now, please. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, it's brought to you by Primo Hoagies. It's catering season. Whatever the reason, make it Primo. Whether you have planned, uh, serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Whatever you have planned. Stop in one of their locations or order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It is a Primo. Uh, We're going to start with terrible, terrible news. Original Bon Jovi bassist Alec John Such passed away at the age of 70. Uh, the cause of death for Such, who left the group in 1994, remains unknown. Such was on hand in 2018 when Bon Jovi was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and reunited to play with the band. What uh, what albums does he appear on? Like the first four albums, like uh. the big ones, all the big hits he was on. John Bon Jovi said in a statement on Instagram, We're heartbroken to hear the news of the passing of our dear friend Alex John Such. He was an original. As a founding member of Bon Jovi, Alec was integral to the formation of the band. To be honest, 
We found our way to each other through him. Hmm. He was a childhood friend of Tico uh -huh. and brought Richie to see us perform. Alec was always wild and full of life. Today, these special memories bring a smile to my face and a tear to my eye. We will miss him dearly. Uh, keyboardist David Bryan tweeted, R.I.P. my soul brother. It was an honor and pleasure to share the stage and to share life with you. That sucks. He was born in 1951 in Yonkers, and in the early 80s, he was managing what was called the Hunka Bunka Ballroom. Yes. In Bon Jovi's hometown of Sayreville, New Jersey. He ran it with his brother, Bagels End. And after watching his band, John Bon Jovi and the Wild Ones, uh, such hooked Bon Jovi up with childhood friend and drummer Tico Torres, uh. as well as his former bandmate, guitarist Richie Sambora, so the along with Bon Jovi's buddy and keyboardist David Bryan, Bon Jovi was born. And then he performed on uh, Bon Jovi's first five albums. He was on Bon Jovi, 7800 Fahrenheit, Slippery When Wet, New Jersey, and Keep the Faith. I mean, those were all the big, big men. So there'd be no Bon Jovi without his. Yeah, so you give Love a Bad Name, name Living on a Prayer, Walk uh, One a Dead or Alive, Lay Your Hands on Me, Bad Medicine, Born to Be My Baby, I'll Be There for You, Keep the Faith, Bed of Roses, and a bunch others. He was replaced by bassist uh, Hugh McDonald, who became an official member of Bon Jovi in 2016. Uh, during his 2018 Rock Hall acceptance speech, Alec John Such recalled, When John Bon Jovi called me up and asked me to be in his band many years ago, I soon realized how serious he was, and they had a vision that he wanted to bring, to bring us to, and I'm too happy to have been a part of that vision. These guys are the best. We had so many great times together, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those guys. Love them to death and always will. Why did he leave, or was he uh, He He was wiped out. He okay. Was, he was he was uh, older than them. Oh, uh, substantially? So he had a good, I think he had a good at least 10 years on those. Okay. Guys. It was amicable, though. Like, okay. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. fired or anything. Yep. Nope. He was just like, he was tired of being uh, living that lifestyle, and so he moved on. I'm not sure what he did after that. But I just remember him seeing him in all the videos. Like, he was a big part of all the, those videos that I grew up watching. And then at some point, he just wasn't in the band anymore. I'm done. But he, uh, yeah, he hung it up. So, unfortunately, uh, passed away at the age of 70. That's sad news. Uh, Duran Duran, uh, Queen and, Amber, and uh, Adam Lambert, Rod Stewart, and Diana Ross headlined Saturday's Platinum Jubilee celebration in London commemorating the 70th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth II's reign. Uh, Queen and Adam Lambert perform We Will Rock You, Don't Stop Me Now, and cool. the champions. Along... She had asked for Slipknot, but they couldn't make it. Uh, the Royal Marching Band played with them. Uh, Duran Duran's two-song set was comprised of Notorious and Girls on Film, with Rod Stewart tackling his 1982 hit Baby Jane, along with the official song of the Platinum Jubilee, which was Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And uh, Diana Ross performed her 1985 Bee Gees written and produced UK chart topper Chain Reaction. Uh, the title track to her 2021 album, Thank You, and the classic Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I've never heard uh, what artists the Queen, or what, she, what she's a what fan she of. she prefers. Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. I mean, what kind of music she's into. Uh, you would assume thrash metal, but... Yeah, yeah, most likely. No, I'm assuming it's, you know, probably classical music yeah. or something like that. Who knows? And uh, harmonica stuff. Uh, Maynard James Keenan, not a fan of social media. He thinks uh, socializing online can cause some ugly habits. He's right. Yeah. He said, uh, I don't want to be the old dude bl blaming the new stuff. He said, but that really is part of the issue, social media technology. He's got some really valid points here he makes. So listen, he said, uh, and the, the isolation of being able to voice every uninformed opinion that you've ever had or come across. 
I don't know if there's any way out until somehow it all gets unplugged for a reset. He said it's very comfortable from your living room to run your mouth. But when you actually have to see the situations in real time or have to talk to that person across from you, we tend to be a bit more civil. You might be the big tough guy, but eventually there's a bigger, tougher guy who doesn't agree with you. So at some point, you're sort of going, okay, maybe we should be cool to each other instead of running our mouths. So I think he's got some points. No, it's absolutely legitimate. Yeah. Uh, Keenan's about to embark on a summer tour with uh, Pussifer. Uh, their first stop will be in Vegas on June 9th. Guns N' Roses are back on the road in Europe, and they kicked off the tour on June 4th in Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, the band covered ACDC's 1979 Highway to Hell classic, Walk All Over You, and took a few deep dives into their own back catalog. And among the highlights of the show uh, was the band's Appetite for Destruction favorite, You're Crazy, which was played for the first time since 1991, after, and their uh, 1986 track, Reckless Life, giving its first live airing since 1993. And then one last story, or actually two more things here. Uh, Hailstorm celebrating their first platinum-selling album of their career. That's pretty huge. For the strange case of the million-selling record had birthed five singles, including Love Bite, So Do I, I Miss the Misery, Freak Like Me, Here's to Us, and Ms. Hyde. And it also helped earn the band their first Grammy Award when Love Bites was named Best Hard Rock Slash Metal Performance. Uh, it was originally released in April 2012 and was their second album following their 2009 self-titled debut. So it took them, you know, 10 yeah. years to, to get it, but they did get it. And then finally, uh, this is cool. It's a, a promotion with MMR. We're excited that Metallica will be in Pittsburgh August 14th at PNC Park and... MMR VIPs can enter for a chance to win a road trip to the show. Mm. Pretty sweet deal. Winner gets That's got to be cool to take a road trip. You get two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I'll, I'll drive them out there. I'll drop them off. That's and just our, keep going. Yeah, we've, we've changed the promotion, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> You're driving to Pittsburgh and back. Yeah. I've already done that. Not across the country. Uh, the winner gets two tickets to the concert, including a pre-show uh, blackened whiskey tasting at the venue. Hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Uh, we'll set you up with a hotel room for the night and 200 bucks uh, gas card. Pretty cool deal. Yeah. Uh, the entry deadline is Sunday, and uh, we're going to be playing extra Metallica all weekend with tracks every hour in uh, preparation for this. So if you would like to enter to win this, if you're an MMR VIP, uh, you can just click contest at WMMR.com, and you are good to go. So pretty sweet deal. Nice. And that is what I have in music news for you this morning. All right. Uh, before we take a break, I'm going to do a couple of thank yous. I uh, would like to thank our friends from Newman University Video. Hey. Helping out. And also IMS and Video Waltronics. Awesome. Light Action Productions and Bowder Audio Systems. Because to put a show on when we're out of the studio takes a lot of stuff. There's a whole mission control behind us, behind this tent. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. Curtain here. Yep. And so. what they do for the Camp Out for Hunger, like oh. all of those guys. It's the best. Amazing. Yep. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. One final break to take. We'll come back in a second. Get ready to wrap it up. Hand it over to Pierre Robert. And we'll get the letter day for the Word of Week prize. Stay with us. We'll be right back from Subaru of America. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. At this live broadcast that we're doing at uh, Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey on a Monday morning. Very rare event for us to do uh, a live broadcast on a Monday morning. We almost always do them on Friday morning. It usually feels more correct, though, I'll have to say. Well, listen, we had something special planned today, which came off without a hitch. (laughs) I'll recap that here in just a second. Casey was just taking some photos out by uh, by the outback that he was going to... Get in. Yep. At some point this morning, Marissa was taking some shots, so I'm sure she'll post, post them up on social media. But it is a gorgeous car. Oh, yeah. I wish you could be in it right now, Case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to, to recap that, uh, I had teased last week that I was going to have this big personal announcement. And I, I had to position it that way because I just wanted to make sure that, that uh, we had people that were prepared for something we were going to announce. Uh, but it wasn't a personal announcement. I had to say it that way because it was a secret, and the only person that didn't know about it was Casey amongst our show, was we had planned to make dream come true that Casey would drive across the country to Los Angeles, from here to Los Angeles, and he was going to leave from here, like yeah. right after we made the announcement. Yeah. We were going to throw him in that outback. <laughs> His wife, Diane, had packed everything that he was going to need. Chuck was going to ride with him. We were gonna. We were going to document this live on the air while he was going across the country, checking in throughout the day, stopping at really cool places along the way, and he had no idea. We were literally going to say, "Dude, you're driving across the country, and you're doing it right now." It was going to be such. And and the all the details to try to line all this stuff up was uh, extensive. Uh, Nick d- did a ton of work on this. Subaru supplying the vehicle. Uh, Marriott was supplying the place to stay. We had airfare for you to come back. We had people you we were going to meet on the way. And <laughs> Casey got COVID. And he's on the back end of it. Yeah. But was still kind of, for, for that kind of an event, uh, Dr. Mike felt he was still a bit in the danger zone if he was going to be traveling with Chuck, even though it was nominal. There might have been a chance that Chuck may got sick, and we can't have that on a cross-country trip. And especially so, if you're, like, imagine you're halfway to the coast. Yeah. yeah. He gets whomped. Yep. And it would be a nightmare. So, yeah. so we pulled the plug, and we did it last second. <laughs> and we also made the last-second decision to go ahead and reveal to Casey why or what because i would have had to have come on and said oh yeah you remember that big announcement personal announcement i told you yeah i can't tell you yeah. uh, never mind we'll do it another time and plus uh now that we've gotten it out in the open more than likely we will now be able to execute it if we were ch- to continue to keep it a secret right and to try to reschedule everything again something would have slipped it probably wouldn't have happened. No, yeah. have, something, something would have happened we have to like we to announce this to him yeah. and then say never mind no never like mind. we have to make this work yep so now we're committed and that's yeah. why we did that i so. appreciate you guys i never appreciate was. you so much uh i definitely would have had chuck take that first leg because i am tired well <laughs> <laughs> right oh, that was a consideration too like yeah. we wanted to make sure that you felt okay yeah we're gonna because it is a long drive because you were gonna make it to nashville tonight and then <laughs> oklahoma city tomorrow so we want to make sure that you were okay and if you're not 100 percent, maybe yeah. it is better to postpone <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow uh that was the event of the day today um 
but uh, also being here and broadcasting live has been a great time. It worked out. That was very cool. Subaru of America over the years has uh, donated uh, nearly five and a half million pounds of food. Uh, totaling almost 6.5 million meals uh, for people right here in our community. So we are more uh, than excited to come by here and broadcast live. And our next Camp Out for Hunger is going to be November 7th through the 11th. We made the Save the Date announcement Amazing. Ooh, this morning. I got an idea. What? Why don't I drive across the country that week? <laughs> there you go. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. See. Uh, so let me see. I guess we need to do... The letter of the day, I have not checked in. Pierre is there? He is there. Pierre Robert, can you hear me, sir? I certainly can. Oh, nice to hear from you, man. Nice to see you, except I can't see you, but <laughs> were I to be able to see you, it would be great to see you. It is great. Uh, did you have a, a good weekend, I hope? Very pleasant and quite uh, liquid. Quite liquid. Yes. Oh, boy. I had a liquidy weekend, too. Liquidy weekend. You have a cold compress on your head, Pierre? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. All right, well, I guess we can do the letter of the day, if we will. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in Subaru. Beautiful. Perfect. And we have a 55-inch Class 7 Series LED 4K UHD Smart Tizen TV. And you can witness the return of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ooh. New episodes uh, streaming Wednesdays only on Disney+. Plus. So we got a TV we're going to be over That's there. excellent. Right. Yeah. yeah, nice set. Uh, what's up on the program today, Pierre? Well, we will do uh, Dropkick Murphys in a workforce block and Pink Floyd. And we will uh, get to some Bon Jovi in honor of Alec. Uh, who passed, as you had mentioned. Also, we have tickets for Everclear and uh, Fastball, and the Nixons uh, will be on uh, June 23rd at the Keswick Theater. And I have another special concert announcement and tickets to give away for that, but I'm going to save that for just a little bit. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Pierre. And I'll continue our thanks. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Rafferty Subaru. Visit Rafferty Subaru for incredible deals on a brand that Kelly Blue Book awarded the most trusted brand. You can visit RaffertySubaru.com. Also brought to you by Subaru of Cherry Hill and Subaru of Cherry Hill.com. Yeah. And by, oh man, Casey. I think they said Sioka. Sioka Subaru. Yes. There we go. This is the all-new Sioka Subaru of Philadelphia just off I-76 in the Grays Ferry area. Is that that one, that really big one right by yeah. the highway? Yes. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yes, Kathy. Hey, I uh, made a mistake earlier, so I actually just need to thank somebody as well. It was a traffic sponsor. Uh, Bally's Atlantic City. New or inactive Bally's Rewards members sign up for a card at Bally'sAC.com. They will match your AC casino offer and their tier status or $25 in free play. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, cool. And uh, thank you again to everybody who uh, contributed and was a part of this. Uh, Newman University Video, IMS and Video, Waltronics. Also, uh, uh, Light Action Productions, uh, Bowder Audio Systems, and uh, Marissa, who you haven't heard on the yes, air all today. She's been running around all day. Marissa McNata, and everybody here at Subaru of America. Of course, Matt Ritter and Tom Dahl and company. Tomorrow on our program, uh, Craig Shoemaker, comedian, will be ah. stopping by. He'll be in the studio. Uh, we have a Tuesday taking place, and we'll just hang out and have a damn good time on a Tuesday morning. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.